Welcome everyone to another episode of Weekly Game Chat. I'm your host, Chris. As always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Yes, that's me. Hello, everybody. I hope you're doing well. And a guy who stumbled in from the bar, John. How you doing, John? It's good to see you. You gotta speak to John, the mic. can you say something? They can't see you yet. <laughs> well, yeah, I hope not. <laughs> it's good to be with you today. Yeah. Yeah. Just get this over with. Yeah. Everyone have a good weekend? Oh, God. I had a busy weekend, yeah. It was good, for sure. Am I the only one who watched the dunk contest? Yeah, because I think you're the only one out of us that watches, like, like you follow the NBA. Jeff actually was watching oh, it. I don't care. Yeah. He was like, what? They don't always dunk from the free throw, throw line? No, I'm like, John. No, I mean, no, no Jeff. Jeff. There's there's more technical dunks out there. <laughs> but, yeah, it was uh, maybe the greatest dunk contest ever. I heard, I heard it was pretty fantastical. I heard the All-Star game in general was fantastical. The first three quarters sucked. Yeah. But, but the, the last quarter, quarter like, I guess because it was, you know, the Kobe tribute quarter, it felt like all of a sudden, like, I think they said in the first three quarters between both teams, there was a total of, like, five fouls, right, combined. Uh, in the last quarter, there was something like 18 fouls between and the You two don't teams. see that in an all-star game. No. Uh, on any really all-star game. Yeah. Everybody plays really fair. We're talking about MLB, NFL, whatever. I, yeah. I've played double dribble. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get it. Double dribble. But yeah. LeBron with the comeback for that. Yeah. yeah. LeBron Good for that. the comeback for that. Yeah. That was great. Dribble. Double dribble. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, I watched that. I watched yeah. some XFL. Dude, I'm finding myself watching the xfl when i see it yeah and it's actually decent football i like the i like the concepts here, i think they goes just, john we know chris enough to know what's coming next right i like the concepts <laughs> it's just i think they just it, it's a talent level right now that's of the only course thing. Yeah. like i said outside of like a couple of guys it's it's it's, it's it, it so could, pretentious it yeah. could be a place where people like a des bryant could go exactly. and, and showcase what they still have like and, you know but like you think of like AJ McCarron, who's just been sitting on a bench. He could totally be an XFL and show that he's got a cannon, yeah, but he's know? not going because like I think their highest salaries are like five hundred thousand. You gotta look. Let's say you're an up and coming like I don't know DJ. Every once in a while, you gotta go. You know what? I'll do this gig for free because. But they don't need to. No, you're right. But this is an analogy, Chris. Yeah. So and and the and the intent for that is to go okay I can get some exposure from from that free gig which may turn into future paid gigs. Yeah. That same mindset you're a guy like a McCarran or, or a Des Bryant you go you make your couple hundred thousand dollars to make the millions of dollars. You yeah, know and I mean? that's what they're making. I mean or like very AJ McCarron right now, right? Like even though he hasn't played maybe but like two games in his pro career, he's making like 4 million dollars a year right now. Just to sit on a bench and hope he gets an opportunity at some point. So it's it's hard to see why these guys would give that all up, I guess, to go play for a very low amount of money. But it must be tough being him. Mm-hmm. Four million dollars and an ugly wife. Yeah, she's just all, terrible. Mm. Brett Musk. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. You just trying to shut me down. Pretty much. It's been the goal for. Why would we do that, John? Here. I don't but know. That said, I don't know yet. That might be why. That is definitely why. <laughs> really? Like, why can't they hear me? Why can't you hear me? <laughs> like, well. So, XFL. What's that stand for? Extreme Football League, I believe. Something along those lines, yeah. yeah. But I think what you're going to allude to is that we do like... Allude. Uh, they. You can hear the 
the offensive like coordinator call the plays in. Yeah. You have instant access to the players as they come off the field by reporters. They they can go into the the coach's actual headset and talk to him while some stuff's going down. Uh, yeah, they that, have a really cool kickoff nice. system. See, that's what I like. I like that, and I like the extra points, yeah. and I like the idea of how they're doing overtime and all that, and the fact that for the most part the clock is always moving, which makes the game go faster. So those are things I like, but they just need better talent. Well, they're trying. Yeah, it's first year. Yeah, first few games, Chris. Did were we awesome at podcasting in our first few podcasts? Yes, I, I remember yeah. listening to them. You know, because I had a friend who was talking about The Witcher every day. Look, the first couple of episodes <laughs> were the greatest thing we ever did. And then Chris left the show and I got too terrible. I, terrible I would like people's. to dispute that fact and, and say that that is false. Me I, and Chris loved each other. We were always dude, in agreement. Y'all played two games. You played The Witcher. I think and he, he played, played two, And he played his game. Um, oh, game? Um, dang it. For, uh, it's yeah. not prey. It's the one on V five game. Yeah, oh, man. Where it was one it's by the dudes who did. Um, we're terrible. It's not like Ark Survival, but it's no. A, it's, it, it's by the guys who did Left for Dead. Um, come on, guys. I didn't mean to do this. Evolve, too. evolve. There it is. There it is, dude. I got you it. did it. Yeah, yeah, he loved evolve, and you didn't even need Google. <laughs> yeah. We can still do it, humans. We can do it. We don't need Google. Um. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but that's all you talked about. The that, horses in that game. That sweat box and of a house. Horses? <laughs> yeah, y'all, it was, I think it was the witcher's horse. Y'all used oh, to make yeah, fun yeah. of. How terrible it is. Yeah. And I'd listen and i go, wow. Roach is pretty dumb. <laughs> Every week, something about the witcher. Or Speaking evolved. of the witcher. Yeah. Uh, There's stuff. Dude who is, uh, so they started filming season two. Yes. And old uh, dude plays. Uh, <laughs> John, they, they started filming the witcher season two. Yeah. But he said doo-doo. No, he said dude who. Guess. <laughs> if I understood Chris, either there's something wrong with me. Darksiders, Tennessee, hey, doo-doo. Dude who, Darksiders, Genesis. I think you just need to go to an ear doctor. Yeah, that's probably. <laughs> an ear doctor. Well, the yes. thing is, you have the OG headphones that we all started with, and we have upgraded since then. Yeah. That could be an issue. It's just high high fidelity right here. Yeah, right here, dude. <laughs> you got to get here, man. But anyways, um, remember uh, Game of Thrones... The dude who played Giants Torn Beer, whatever his name. You know, big red dude. Yes. Yeah. He is playing a character yes. in one of my favorite stories. That It was like the one story from Last Wish. They did not do that. that. Means. I don't know what that means. It's one of the two it's books that all the... Yeah. It, it's one of my favorite two ones. Like two stories in that whole entire one. One of them is the one uh, where you get that backstory of, you know... The Child of Promise and all that, where it happens at that party with the Queen on it. Yes, uh, and the other cool. one, the other one was this one, and I was like, I don't know why they didn't do this one. Was this the one you were saying that you wished would have been in the first season? Yes, and they I, they say that is going to be the first episode of the the new season. I'm guessing they're going to change it around a little bit because uh, Siri had nothing to do with that, but you know, it'll maybe. work. It'll work. Yeah, they'll make it work, dude. It's a cool story. Yeah, mm. Mm. <laughs> I watch Better Call Saul. The new episodes came yeah. out, yeah, uh, on Netflix. I uh, I haven't watched all of the old Better Call Saul, so mm-hmm. there's that. John, you apparently didn't do anything but the topic this weekend. I, pre- I had kind of a mundane weekend. Yeah, I cleaned out. Is that the what garage. you call it? Is that what you call it when when we hang out? Mundane. Yeah, mundanes. You bought some bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't for me though. Yeah, 
Yeah, I cleaned out the garage. Um, you got kudos for that as well on social media. <laughs> didn't I, though? Yes. Mm-hmm. I was very proud of my friend that John. That totally made it worth it. <laughs> yeah. He came nice. home and then there was a star. Chris, on the we must stop board. the show right now and inform the people what they can do. Oh, man. Oh, my we goodness. completely forgot. It's okay. Uh, if you didn't like those first eight minutes and they were electrifying, <laughs> you can go ahead and, and look in the show notes of this episode on whatever uh, podcast service you're listening to, and you will see a link to where the topic begins. And Damn. you know what? For those people who don't really care about the games, and I know that they usually check out this part, they might be interested in this week's topic because... It's about entertainment. It's a game tie-in, really. Let's be yeah, honest. but you know they have kids. Yeah, uh, I got to go, got guys. When I was out of town this weekend in Atlanta, mm-hmm. I got to go up uh, Georgia Highway 400 to the North Ridge Mall. That costs money to go on. Um, not not for is that us. the one? No, that's no. not the one. And in that mall is a store called the American Girl Doll Store. That just sounds creepy. Well. For creeps, it does, but for the ones in the know, it's where there there resides. Imagine a um, hundred a hundred dollar Barbie dolls, but they're more they're 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 a little bit bigger than Barbie dolls, and but they're dolls, right? Mm. No idea what I was walking into. And so uh, this store has uh, it has a cafe in it that you can take you and your doll to after you purchase your doll. And get your nails and hair done and order food and drinks. Did you do this? It's, no, I didn't. It's a thing, though. But my my girl has been she? wanting an American Girl doll for a long time. And, yeah, she got an American Girl doll. And they're very smart. We were probably 30 minutes away. We were in Atlanta for a cheer competition. 30 to 40 minutes away for this mall. Right? Y'all are terrible. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, well, that's terrible, and that's terrible. Not because I'm talking; just overall, it's terrible. Um, we walk into this store, and they have welcome cheer sport. That was the name of the event I was at. They knew, and and the dolls, you could buy the same backpacks that the cheerleaders wear by the same brand. Like all of the things were tied together, and that's when I knew capitalism. Yeah, I said, guys, it is. guys, we either need to. <laughs> Get out of the podcast business and start making some dolls or do something because, oh, my God. Yeah, but I lost a couple hundred dollars at that store. <laughs> so uh, if they'd like to sponsor the podcast, that'd be great. <laughs> but she was happy. Oh, she was happy, dude. She sleeps with, like, the doll. Um, she takes the dolls because you can buy glasses for it. Like, so if your kid wears glasses, this doll can wear glasses. You can buy pajamas that match the doll's pajamas that you buy. What's it called? It's, it's an American Girl doll. Anyway, so at night she takes the doll's glasses off and puts the glasses in their case, just like she puts her glasses in her case. It's a thing. Do they have boys? They do have boys. They actually, one section of the dolls are the... Uh, Road I, trip? I forget what it's called. It'd be cool if we, if we could all get our own dolls. Some of, They don't have beards yet, though, guys. So. Um, uh, Not many dolls. It, it's the, the equivalent of... So, like, the main dolls are dolls based on real people that are models somewhere, right? Well, they have a line of dolls that are, are dolls that are basically like like you. They're called like, I forget the name, but you walk up to a doll and it's like one through 60. And so you find the skin tone, the hair color, the eyes, the face. You can add freckles. They have freckles. So you find one that looks almost exactly like you. And, and then a lot of people buy those dolls. 
So yeah, John, there's a, a a doll who's a white male that you could have with your hairstyle and glasses. Which it can happen. I think it might need to happen for the show. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's not only was I in the extravaganza of the cheer sport cheerleading competition, which encompasses the entire Georgia World Congress Center, which is a gigantic building. I got to road trip to the American Girl Doll Store in Northridge. Cool, man. Georgia. Hey. So thanks for being my therapist. <laughs> I was just like, this is really a lot about dolls. <laughs> Bruh. It's, but I mean, it's crazy. And I was trying to think, did we ever have anything like that? G.I. Joe. We have G.I. Joe stores that had cafes in them. Not I don't know, but that, why don't you not do this? Not to that <laughs> extent. Peaking. You could you used to be able to go forget what the town. You could go to the Cabbage Patch, like they literally had the Cabbage Patch. I think patch. you still you can. Go yeah. and, and there's Build a Bear. There's right? Build a Bear. Those are in the malls. Did but, we have that stuff, guys? Growing uh, up, yeah. no, because they were just tossing so many things for us to to buy, regardless, right? Whether you're talking about Transformers, we had He Man. We were sick. yeah, you know, That's Transformers, He Man, GI Joe, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, X Men, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You could you could just. <laughs> Nintendo He's was not out. even drinking. No, yeah. it's been just <laughs> uh, but you know, that's that's what they did. They you know, garbage pail kids, right? You Those were cards. Yeah. That's all they were, Chris. Tay Rubskin. Tay Rubskin. 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 Yeah. Apparently I had one of those. <laughs> that's too close to another word. Teddy Rub Teddy Rubskin. Rubskin. Rub Is it Rubskin? It's Rub Skin. Rub Skin. Thank God. Yeah. Not rub skin. Yeah. I used to have one. I bet you did. And I had the, <laughs> apparently had the little glow worm that came with them glow too. Glow worm. That was a whole different thing. And that was my, a different my, thing. No, no, no. It was no, like. That was a different thing. No, it was a different it was, thing. I never talking about. No, different there's, thing. there are two things that went together. <laughs> two things. And you could link them up. And what my brother would do was when I would go to bed, he would come in. Because he was like a teenager at this point, right? So he would Wait, come in. Wait, you have a brother? Yeah. <laughs> he uh he would come in and grab it and then he would put his pink floyd tapes in there and just watch teddy rubskin sing him you know the wall or whatever i forgot about it. i never i never come got dream it. did you have one? Tune? Oh yeah oh yeah i was i was the poor kid of the three i guess huh sorry man well we didn't eat for a month how was that box a- <laughs> <laughs> you could build a spaceship oh. you can go anywhere i had a big wheel and some, like you said, GI Joes, Legos. No, they're they're expensive, dude. My brother got Legos. <clears throat> you got you got <clears throat> you got blocks. I didn't even have blocks. I didn't have anything. You got some Lincoln logs, dude. I had GI Joes and a big wheel. They're like, here's this game per per plunk. I never had GI Joes. I didn't get it. I just I, I looked John. at the no, I looked at the action figures in the packages every time, you and they and they it. they just did not look aesthetically pleasing. I mean, Sergeant yeah, Slaughter, listen, bro, listen to me, Sean, listen to me. Snake Eyes, bro, you had He Man in the package, and he's like squared up like this. Yeah, you see GI Joe in the package, and he's lopsided like this. Have you tried to watch? A, a He-Man car, uh, like the cartoon. Have you tried to watch it recently? They're fantastically old, bad, Adam, but they're uh, so and, fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. at the end of it, I forgot. At the end of it, like GI Joe did. At the end of it, they always had these lessons with the background music. Dun, 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 right. Dun, 
They're like, it's okay. We'll just have a PA at the end. <clears throat> Is Kevin Smith doing something with Masters of the Universe? Netflix, he's, he's bringing Masters of the Universe. Uh, Mark Hamill's doing the Skeletor. But what is is it going to be a cartoon? Cartoon, yeah. What? Yeah. I no, Mark it. Hamill as Skeletor. Dude, he, his voice is Mark Hamill can do it, man. He can. He can but I, I briefly saw that. All he's going to do is the Joker voice, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that is his like standard like, that's the voice. One. But uh, it's uh, I've I've got uh, I've got a lot of life announcements. Oh, yeah, yeah. Course. My sister's Pardon getting me? married this right. weekend. <laughs> Good lord, my sister's getting married. Are you in the? Are you in the thing? I'm the maid of honor. Mm. I hope you really are. I really am. I was hoping you were the flower girl. Plus, I'm responsible for the bachelorette party. That's oh. going to be awkward. No, it's when not. When are you flying out there? I'm just kidding. Oh, oh she's coming down here. <clears throat> she's getting married at um, our old church oh. in, in Danville. That's the, Danville. Way, that's the only way your dad would allow it. <laughs> He's like, look, if you don't do it here. He's actually performing the wedding, which yeah, yeah. I am so surprised. He did not. He did not perform. I see perform. He did not do the wedding for either myself or my brother. You that's his brother? baby girl. I have a brother, right? That's his baby girl. <laughs> but listen, have You're I told just... you that I've seen that happen before? And the dad breaks down during the ceremony. <laughs> yeah, just a mess. It's gonna be. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, interessante. Interessante. <laughs> Can I like kick the doors in halfway through? <laughs> Stop the wedding! <laughs> Do it. My dad was gonna, is going to say, if there's anyone here who feels that these two should not be wed, speak now or forever hold their peace. And my dad might step in and beat you to it. <laughs> well, now that nobody said anything, maybe I should say something. What's the over under on him saying a joke like that? Oh, 100%. Yeah. He's going to yeah, do it. Yeah, I was about to say. He'll that, do it. He could totally do that. I would not bet against a house on that. Well, I know but, she doesn't listen. I think you told her she doesn't before, but, you know, congrats goes out Absolutely. For sure. Yeah, she listens yeah. occasionally. Yeah. And my brother, who doesn't listen, turned 41 today. <laughs> what? 40 freaking one. On recording oh day, he turns 41. And then um, really good news, and I think I told you guys already, but we put our house on the market and sold it in 36 hours. Nice. That's insane, by the way. Yeah, you hit us. You hit me up. I think he hit you up too mm-hmm. about how you you put it out and there was you put it out <laughs> and there were two hits on it within twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Two offers. Yeah, yeah. We took one of them. <laughs> I need to go and find these people. There might have been them. knives involved. Yeah, I need so, to go warn man, them. That that is, your old house was such a good house for real. I, I think it was I hope pri- they. I hope they like it. It was priced well. I think so. You know. So good deal, man. Now you I've been I've been naked in that house. Well, now you yes you have, and now you don't have two house Me payments. Too. Wait, yeah. <laughs> jeez, you imagine? I just thought that this thing was going to be on the market six, six months later, and we were just going to be in a world of hurt. No, it's a good house. It's dude. a buyer's or it's a seller's market right now. <laughs> Wait, is it? Yeah, no, <laughs> it's not. Wouldn't that wouldn't that make it also a buyer's market if yeah. it's a seller's market? No, a buyer's market would be. If you, tr- you, it would be like in 2008 where no one was buying a house. And I know, it's like, I know, but you know. what I'm saying is, if the people are selling it, that means people are buying it. <laughs> we'll see, Sean. <laughs> the way this works. <laughs> Whatever, dudes. Anyway, I still hate y'all because I can't talk about the topic. But I see all this stuff happening around <clears throat> me, and it's just a reminder that I'm. You're blessed. Old. You're blessed. You're old. You are old. My sister's getting married. Mm-hmm. She's 25. That's it? Yeah. She was 
Uh, she was born when I was 13. Math. Because math. Math. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now they all know. She was completely not expected. So. That's why. She That's was why a, she was nice. a fun baby. <laughs> hey, honey, let's have fun. My dad. <laughs> Your dad just like went out in the woods one night. There's no. Nah! There's a story my dad tells of <clears throat> me and me and my brother were out of the house by then. <clears throat> no, maybe we weren't. I don't know. But she was a baby sitting in a high chair, and dad was feeding her. She looks at Katie. Looks at he looks at my mom and says, "Honey, what would we have done without her?" Right. <laughs> and mom says. We'd have been fine. <laughs> yeah. You, that, that's such a true thing, you know. It's totally true. Yeah. We didn't need that. We didn't but need But it's kind of awesome that she's here at the same time. Mm. You know what I'm I guess. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to do well, it? Since we have stumbled to our faces yeah. on, on, on the energy. No, we just had this, a Lifetime this, original movie. This so. really has been the most riveting opening. <laughs> Watch us get the most feedback right. to this. Do it always like that every week. This is great, guys. You open up your hearts. <laughs> Lift them up. That's what you I lift get. Them up to the That's Lord. what I get. I open up my heart to you, and, and you just I... you just crap on it. I'm not mm. doing this again. Yes. You, you do it daily, dude. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, you guys want to go to a topic? <clears throat> just sure. any topic, just not this topic. This. Time. 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 Oh. Topic time 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 The topic is I'm not feeling the enthusiasm here guys <laughs> Yeah we're kinda of just sitting here chill this is so unusual Sonic the Hedgehog movie that's where you went with it. We we messed you up, didn't we? You did. We did it. We we provide the energy he needs to come through for topic time intro. Exactly. And we sat here like two lumps on a log. I'm like the guy who you know. Look, I'm the I'm the rap artist who feeds off the crowd when the he goes dude, to the festival. Dude, I get it. And I came to the you know last week I was at Bonnaroo and it was great. And I, I was I on it. cloud nine. Now I'm at like I get it Riverfest. <laughs> Oh, that's a local reference, huh? You went to Bonnaroo this year? <laughs> no. No. I did not. Oh, we're talking metaphorically. People uh people <laughs> invited me to go this year. Yeah, they I do. I thought about it. You don't want to do that. No. Instead I'm just going to see the dead again. I've never understood the the allure This is great topic time. <laughs> of 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 seeing of going to see live music. I don't disparage anybody who does and I and I completely acknowledge that I'm the strange one. I know mm. that. It's just always been a foreign idea to me. It's because you were not born with a heart or feelings. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, and that's what music's all about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that's not what Sonic's about. Well, no, Sonic is about feelings. The Sonic. Okay. Yeah. I I, I gotta say, I truly uh, I'm blown away by how much money the movie made over the weekend. Uh, so you guys weren't the only people who saw it. Yeah. Highest grossing video game premiere ever. Yeah. What yeah. did Pikachu make? Like forty five million or something like that. What a turd movie! That yeah. movie was fantastic, and you need to take <laughs> I never it back. saw it. Um, I think it's on some. It's on HBO Go right now. Mm -hmm. If you want to watch it, it's it's worth the watch. Okay, it's on Hibaga. Hibaga. That's right. Hibaga. Hibaga. But uh, yeah, it's starring two time Golden Globe winner Jim Carrey, James Carrey to be precise, as he was known on 
the one that was random for me in this was um and you wouldn't recognize him but uh and when they're you know that scene like with the generals at the beginning Saul Ty from Battlestar Galactica was in there and I was did, just like why would what? you think I wouldn't recognize him <laughs> did you watch Battlestar Galactica no yeah exactly hey but good call on me not knowing it because I don't know oh, who I knew, you're I knew. About. yeah I knew that <laughs> I was just like this is where your career went <laughs> all right wait that's supposed to be a good movie man what do you mean well, he's like in a one scene role. That's it. Like that is the only scene he has like two lines. And it's, yeah. He's a guy that looks like John McCain, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, to say that this movie had a hyped up, it had a unique trajectory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's never... almost, it's almost like the character redesign was a marketing ploy. <gasps> Do you seriously Ooh. think that? I don't think that. No, I don't think so. I really don't. Yeah. I think someone said we should make it more realistic because that worked with weird. Alvin and, and the, the chipmunks. Chip and and then like someone didn't think to stop when they saw the first cut of it, you know. But luckily they listened to people, right? That's yeah. that is a good thing. And, they, and I will say this throughout the movie, he looks like Sonic. There is no doubt about that. The whole entire time, oh, no, no next, matter what movie. Next stop, they need to finally change the ending to Mass Effect 3 and we're golden. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I, I just got a hint I never played Mass Effect 3, so of Chris's true feelings about the movie. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Let me tell you what I heard. Mm. Chris said, well, he did actually look like Sonic through the movie. He did. Well, I, I was I was wait you, you you know whenever he sees a movie that's mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. relatively high profile. Plus, he's drinking a lot of drink right now because he's he getting gives, ready for it. He he's gives getting, it a he gives it twenty four hours or so. Oh no, guys! Before he posts on on Facebook what he thought of the movie, <laughs> but it didn't it didn't happen. Oh. And when we and when we uh, when we left the theater, we said a few words to each other. I said, "You want to come over for dinner?" He said, "No." So he shot me down. Um, and then we got in the car. And it would have felt like away. a self-invite if I came over. No, Chris. Uh, my, my I only wife, do that with Jeff. My wife said you. Your wife. Yeah. Your wife. At least you get invited. Before for I was actually about to invite you before you did. Uh, your, you did your bit of. Well, thanks for inviting me. <laughs> you know, you should have said earlier. I might have considered it. She got invited. This is yeah. going nowhere. Anyways, unless you get But yeah, um, no, I, I more so just meant in the sense of like, look, it was obviously worth it that they went back and did. it wasn't like. Something that felt. How much money do you think it would have made with just the lead? Oh, I don't. I think. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure. You can't come out the gate with, yeah. with a strong emotion, then drop immediately to the you not. You're not sure. Like that <laughs> was the really opening. Fast. Is the opening scene still in the promotion of the movie? Because I think that was the scene that really sold it in the trailer. Was when they came back and they reintroduced, it and it's like it's not just that redesigned. Uh, the the character itself it was the fact that the first thing they showed was him going through a loop in a place that looks exactly like the green hill zone in the in sonic you know that was the point that everyone's like oh now i want to see this you know or at least all the older people who actually know who sonic Mm -hmm. is um but yeah (laughs) sorry uh but you know regardless of the redesign that doesn't really matter if the movie's not any good right I don't know. Yeah. Does it matter, Chris? Um, Was this worth it? <laughs> is it worth did, it? Did you get to see it for free? Yeah, you usually well, yeah. passes, right? No, I didn't get to see it for free. I played twenty one ninety nine a month to go see these movies, Sean. That's uh-huh. not free. Mm. Yeah. That's that's where he went with it's it. Yeah, yeah. How did you do it? Huh? I paid. 
Paid your hard-earned money oh, for I it. I paid. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically the setup for this movie is, for this iteration of Sonic, is that Sonic at the beginning of the movie is a very young hedgehog. Baby Sonic, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Not baby, but like toddler Sonic. Mm-hmm. And he's 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 going along in the Green Hill Zone type area and you learn that he is someone who's been born with this incredible speed, but that apparently everyone around him, there will always be bad people who are attracted to that and the power that comes with it. And therefore he should hide what it is that he has as far as his power and only use it in absolute opportunes or necessary situations. And he's told this by a giant owl named Longclaw, who I just made sure to go back to check because I was like, I do not remember this anywhere. Completely original movie character, apparently. But uh, basically, bad things happen with Longclaw because Sonic doesn't keep it a secret. And Sonic is given a bag of rings, classic rings we've always known and loved from Sonic, and opens up a portal which takes him to Earth, where he then hides in isolation. Did we see the same movie? Yeah. Are you completely uh, for, confused right yeah. now what he's talking about? And you were there. Did uh, I sleep through this part? Right. Uh, he And hides in isolation for what's presumed to be a good amount of time. You know, they don't say, they don't go like 10 years or something like that, but you definitely get the point. He's like a preteen kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, you get the point that like when you're catching up with Sonic in this movie, he's been in isolation by himself for a while and he's kind of losing it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a story, of course, of him, I would say at its core, him trying to find a place where he can be, have a family and be loved and accepted and also be accepting of who he is and what he can do with the power that he's been given, how to use it right. Right. Um, very, very, very human story. I think that's fair. Right. You know, I think most people are going to be able, if you go see this movie, like whether you're a kid or you're an adult, you can identify with what Sonic is going through in this movie. Would you agree, John? I identify with the idea of family and acceptance. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, embracing um, one's gift as a as a benefit, not a burden, not mm-hmm. something you have to to hide. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, so, I mean, it did it did it did play it kind of safe with these um, routine thematic things that are typical in these, you know, kids movies. Yeah. It's not really so, a, a sonic story, I would say. And I don't mean that in a disparaging, disparaging way. It's just like, it's not what you would normally see in it. It's very much, here's a theme that people can latch onto with this character, regardless if you've ever played a sonic game or not. Well, I mean, that's kind of the problem with, yeah video game movie adaptations you have to sort of invent particularly these older games you have to invent a story that it never really adopted yeah i mean what did you really like being an alien yeah yeah what did you really know backstory wise about sonic the hedgehog the original 16-bit game not much you start off and you have to run really fast Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. just run get these rings and finish yeah (laughs) it was kind of more of always In the games, it was always about Sonic was someone who always looked forward and was 
keep going and doing his thing right and basically he's always about justice he's always justice he he you know he doesn't like when people are cynical or lying he always tries to help those in need especially mainly animals did That's, we play that the same sonic games super <laughs> nintendo kid yeah no, i mean sega kid over here i don't yeah. I, get, I guess i don't know dude i never got that out of sonic games well i also watched the tv shows and everything like that back in the yeah. day i was we i was a hardcore sonic nerd i was a hardcore sonic fan because he was hip and cool, unlike that lame Nintendo. They're mushrooms. Which, which it takes some digs at. Yeah, yeah, it was it a pretty good one. At. What does um, the movie? The movie does, yeah. There is one specific Seriously? dig. Yeah. Very playful and respectful yeah, rivalry yeah. type digs. Yeah. It's, it doesn't get, like, mean. No. It's just a quick... Don't cry. Why am I hurt right now? Because <laughs> you're a baby, and you're not hip and cool like Sonic. But, uh... I'm going to tell Bob Hoskins... But yeah, for the most part, I mean, how do I feel about the movie as a Sonic fan? I think it's not terrible. I just don't think (laughs) I I also, but I said this in the lead up to the movie, I understood what it was and I was right about it. It's not for me. It's designed for family film and that's cool. Like, and there's a lot of predictable things in setup. And just as you mentioned, like the fact that, you know, you don't do the story that or the things that are actually in the game, you do something completely different to justify making the movie. Right. That's the same thing here. Right. It's we're not going to do Sonic in an actual Sonic world. We're going to bring him into the real world and he's going to go through a journey. Um, But, you know, I will give it credit that compared to some of the other more recent movies that have done this, where you take the the animated character that's established and put him in the real world, Sonic does a much better job than a lot of them. I, I will give them credit. And I think it's because primarily he is the main focus of this movie. Like through and through, he is above head and shoulders. The main, like he is the one with the most character development. He is the one that has, the most issues to get through like James Morrison has one little thing in there. He's like, I want to be a cop in a real city. And then like, I, got, I think it got resolved in the end by someone literally going, am I been Sonic? Just going, Hey, Are you, you spoiling do- right now. I don't care <laughs> that movie. I want to see the movie. Okay. Like, but like it gets resolved, but with one line, right? Like, you know, that's, there's not a lot of turmoil with the human characters. And I would say, I like that part because, that's usually what they do, right? Like when you watch the Smurfs, it's not about things about the Smurfs. It's about the fact that Neil Patrick Harris is this guy who's just a loner. And he's not successful in his job and he doesn't have a girlfriend. So now it's about the Smurfs helping him with his life and everything instead of it being something about the actual Smurfs. And Garfield's the same way where it's all about John Harbuckle and not about, not about Garfield. It's about, you go to things like, um, even Alvin and Chipmunks. It's about Dave and his success. It's not about Alvin and the Chipmunks. Um, but this movie, I give credit because it is literally first and foremost about Sonic. And that is a good thing to see. So you would say, this is how you Sonic. <laughs> Um, was that a, is, that a, is that an inside joke once you've seen the movie? or It's a Sonic fast food slogan. Yeah, This yeah. is how you Sonic. Oh, you mean like in real life? Yeah, because you're dumb. Garbage. That's was why it, I'm here. Was it, a, was it a terrible joke? I think it was terrible. You, Just you, because you didn't get it. Did you hear the breaks on the show? Did what? you hear it? 
What? Did you hear the brakes? Are we doing this? <laughs> but yeah, John, what did you think? That sucked. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> no, I thought it was perfectly fine. Okay. Perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I think um, it was about 50-50. Jim Carrey came back to life as the Jim Carrey you that I used to know and love. Mm-hmm. The 90s Jim Carrey. The 90s Jim Carrey. Yeah. He, he brought a lot of that back. Um, his villain, and I don't really know. I, I, I've played a, a couple of the Sonic games, but I don't really know per se the relationship dichotomy oh, there between it is. between the villain and the hero is the villain somebody in the in the in the games who just simply wants sonic's power no no in the most part so they turned it into sort of a lex luther type yeah thing where this thing has this power he needs to share it with the rest of the world and i'm going to dissect this creature to get it yeah was in the games he's approach. more of always just like the guy who is consistently he feels he's smarter than everyone, which that part was definitely in there, right? Um, maybe a little bit too much, but it's in there. <laughs> um, but, like, that's why you always see, whenever you would see things of him, the hints to that, the narcissism was always, like, everything always looks like Dr. Robotnik, whatever it is, right? It kind of has his color scheme. Uh, it may even have his face at times. That's usually what it is. But mainly he just wants to use whatever means around him for dominance that's that's really the crux of what it is and that can and a lot of times very one-dimensional yeah like for most time what meant was that he was taking creatures and converting them into some form of robotic form right so sonic is protecting that that was kind of where it started so he's very one-dimensional like heath ledger's joker that is blasphemous yeah, right? is what that is sir <laughs> completely unwarranted unnecessary so, and you need to calm down but yeah so with with 50 it was i think it was about 50 50 where jim carrey's jokes really landed for me yeah that's but i would say uh and and the and the voice actor i don't remember his name but he's ben the Schwartz. guy ben who, Schwartz. he plays that um, was that was really hard for me because it's yeah it's john raffio from uh freaking parks and rec <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. I was just like waiting for every minute for us <laughs> to like, come in there and be like, it's 720 entertainment. What we got? Money. <laughs> so I was, I was actually going to ask about how that worked. I thought he was a great, I thought, I thought he was He's a great voice reperta- representation for Sonic. Um, for the most part, like you said, it stuck with the central theme of, of his character. And I thought he did pretty well. He, he was really, Definitely the star of the movie, and I thought the voice suited him really well. Mm-hmm. His jokes landed for the most part. There's a really fun scene in a bar um, that's mm-hmm. kind of, to me, the highlight of the film. I mean, until you get into the big special effects and the climax, because uh, you know, Clean everybody loves a good climax. Like a climax. Um, Chris seemed to, and, and going to the movies with Chris is a fun, interesting thing. It's different. Um, but because it is fun. you know what he's doing, he, yes. he doesn't. He, he goes, hmm. Yes, and he does all these <laughs> gestures and grunts and and for some reason he thought that a biker bar next to a gas station was absurd. That's 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 and not it, absurd. It, it is. It's I mean, not absurd at all. It, it's it was just <laughs> like weird. you have a gas station where bikers go to fill up their bikes and then go get a beer. It was just it's weird just because it's, it works. It's everything called Americana. <laughs> everything that was in that scene, I was like. Okay, uh, I've seen that done before. I mean, in uh, better, right? Like Pee Wee Herman, right? Terminator 2. Yeah, that's a good... Pee Wee Herman. 
as far as a kid's movie is what I meant. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. I did. Man, tequila, right? Oh, God. That is a legendary scene. Um, you never seen Pee Wee Herman dance on top of the bar? Oh, da, 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 yeah, it's a biker bar. Yeah, That's that where really he annoys me. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, um, it gave me nightmares as a kid because Large Marge. Oh man, I couldn't sleep for days. Because hmm. Large Marge. Because Large Marge. You're not a loner, are you, Donnie? You're somebody, not a rebel either. Somebody watched these movies way too many times, John. Man, they were so good. But uh, but no, it was just one of those things of like, of course he's in a biker bar. That's exactly where the kids' movie should go. And I was like, this is totally accurate. And then like the pun of why they get into the fight, I was like, I was like, wait a minute, I thought they were trying to hide him, and he's just seeing all he's got is this shirt and him. Like, that's not a really effective way to hide what he is, is he? You know, mm-mm, mm-mm. um. You know, but those are the kinds of things where you're, you just look and you're like, ah, it, it's a kid's movie. Um, but, you know. But it, you've got you've got the caricature of mm. Sonic and you've got the caricature of Jim Carrey. And they're both being these over-the-top things. Yeah. You have to give James Marsden credit. He's, he's, he's kind of an unknown talent. Oh, dude. He, you- he plays it very cool and very straight. And he doesn't come off. There are sometimes, mm. for the most part, he doesn't come off as cringy. When it's so easy for that straight man character to come off as cringy, because it's very difficult to act off of the zaniness that is Jim Carrey. But he, one of the, the smart things they do with Jim Carrey's character versus James Marsden is he is constantly James Marsden's character is constantly reacting to how absolutely absurd. Yes. Jim Carrey is. He points it out. Well, yeah, that yeah. too, but you know, I think the yeah, yeah, the bigger one is Jim Carrey. I mean, I'm sure he got the most money out of this. By far. I would agree. Yes. I mean, I he used mean, to, I used, think, he used to pull James, in 20 million a movie back yeah. in the day. I would think James is coming in second. I was like, "Oh, you went and did this movie cuz you're not in Westworld anymore." <laughs> I was Cyclops. <laughs> uh, which you should if you want to watch a great James Marston thing. Go watch uh, Westworld on HBO. He's fantastic. He's pretty good. Not even though yeah. that show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. But the movie was much better than the games ever were. That's a lie. <laughs> it's god awful lie. Sonic Mania. So good. Um, but yeah, I think when I was coming out of this film and I thought about it, I was like, again, is this a movie for if you're a Sonic fan and that's the only thing you want to see that put on the screen and it be done justice i'd be like ah, no i mean i don't think it's a sonic movie maybe what they were what they lead to could be right without getting too much into that mm-hmm. um but this nothing about this really felt overly sonic outside of the fact that there's a part where he goes "Ooh, chili dogs in the in the rings i would say the rings were the one big part of this where i was like that actually is pretty accurate to sonic and has been used in that way uh, at points in the games before, right? Chili, chili dogs sound amazing right now. Yeah, right. He loves chili dogs, <laughs> but um, at the same time, you know, I think who is this for? I would say, yeah, if if you have a kid, like you know, Tinley's age, right? Yeah, yeah, perfect age for them. They'll have plenty of fun. I have, I have no doubt about that. And I think if you're someone like John and you really love that old school Jim Carrey saniness, like. The cool thing about Jim Carrey is no matter what he's doing, you know, 
it could be doing, you know, the mask or it could be doing something like that show he has on Showtime kidding, right? <clears throat> Complete opposite spectrums. He commits and you can't say that he doesn't commit. Like there are things on there that when I'm watching, I'm like, this is so cliche because it's, it's just like, it's jokes and puns and stuff that are over a year old and it works fine with kids. But I'm like, God, this is out of date. But he commits and he sells them as best as he can. I mean, there's like a part in this film where he starts dancing and it's the weirdest <laughs> scene because he's dancing. And then all of a sudden he's, he's skiing down a mountain and then a T-Rex shows up <laughs> and bites his head off. And he's completely miming this dance with no head. <laughs> and it's like only is, Jim Carrey. I was like, you couldn't do this with 90% of comedic act- actors, but Mm-mm. Jim Carrey can do this. And it's mm-hmm. really weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, you know, that's cool. You love him or hate him, at least people accept him. Like, yeah. well, there you go. There's Jim Carrey. <laughs> but, you know, I, I would say in the end, is it something, like I said, someone made a point to me, said, this feels like it's fully realized Sonic. I was like, no, it's not. I was like, Pokemon, Detective Pikachu is the fully realized thing, right? If you're, we're going with the most recent one. When we, when we watched Dude, that, that was a good movie. We're not huge Pokemon fans. It was so good. But when I got in that theater and they got to the main city, I was yes. like, that Whoa. feels like what I think every Pokemon fan has ever dreamed of. It was fantastic. Seen. There was no moment like that in this. Um, you Ouch. Know. Yeah. And <laughs> one, that's fine. You know, they're just I'll, different vehicles. One thing I'll say that it was interesting watching the movie, the opening scene, Mm. The end credits, things that it was, and and the and even like the um the, the non spoiler ending that I won't spoiler. Fair, I know what I said. Yeah, um, everything seemed to s- sort of be car- sort of a carbon copy of what Marvel's doing. It's almost like the, uh, the it sees this this scrawl of different sixteen uh, bit um scenes of different Sega games, and it and it zooms out, and it's Sega. Yeah. And you know, this saying that wasn't even the worst one. The worst part was right afterwards where they literally had the bars of Marvel, right? Come on. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it kind of, yeah. The, what was the, what did it say? I don't even remember what it said. I think. Sega Studios I think, I think, or something? Well, it did the Sega zoom out. The, and then the, it, the graphic for Marvel Studios. Game Studios or something like that. It had the same yeah. logo look to it. Um, I, I like, think it was blue in color. Yeah. But it's almost, it looked like it. Sega's trying to do this Sega universe where God please do Bayonetta. <laughs> so, and uh, even at the end, the end credits where it, it, it tried to show you a larger universe. <clears throat> the Sonic verse. Or whatever. You yeah. Know. Um, We're getting Knuckles next year. <laughs> That'd be weird, right? Oh yeah. That would be weird. <laughs> But Which, yeah. by the way, those those people that are hunting him in the beginning, I was like, what's up with these tribal knuckles coming after him? Is that what they were? They look were like they... knuckles to me, but they just like, it was really weird because they're just, for whatever reason, they're wearing this tribal gear. And I was like, this is different. Okay. Uh-huh. Um You're the, you're the Sonic fan. Yeah. But, but for me, it was fine. I, I, I don't, I doubt I'll ever see it again. Yeah. It, it wasn't a bad movie at all. Um. But you know it's it's sad when you have to say it was fine for for a video game movie and then you know I said this a couple of weeks ago I don't know why they need to pursue this kind of thing money, money. that'll work and that's why it's made uh, I mean that's why it almost had the issues that it had beforehand is because 
when these things are made, be honest. It's like they are made for money. Like someone was trying to compare this to Birds of Prey, right? And like, oh, look at that. See, if you listen to fans, you get what I want. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Birds of Prey is not making what it's making because of the fact that it's not giving fans what they want, right? It's give, it's probably not making that much because it's an R-rated film. Uh, and it's off a character that's a spinoff of, you know, yeah, one of I the biggest Yeah, I think people characters. are overestimating yeah. people's interest in Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's probably fair. I was like, on their hand, I was like, Sonic is making its money because it's a long line of kids' movies that are produced to literally go after them. And, you know, you can go and look at just about any kids' movie, major one that's an adaptation of something. It makes bank. Mm-hmm. And this one is nowhere near the top of the heap in terms of premieres or gross. It's just that it just proves again, like, you know, if if you put $80 million towards something, you can... Kids will come as long as you promote it to them, right? Did you uh, did you guys notice that the music stood out to you at all? You know, because like with a video game, mm. a lot of times the music is important. Sound effects stood out to me, mainly the the rings. Yeah. Um, I will give credit. It's not like the most beautiful shot movie ever mm-hmm. or anything, but there is one scene where I was like, "Ooh, that actually feels like out of a video game." Yeah. Um, the kind of towards the end when uh when they're finally really having their real final bow. And it's Boy, like they're having battles Spoiler city, right? You know, here. it's like at night and you see the red coming off of his ship versus like Sonic getting ready to do his thing. That is a cool, true, like felt straight out of a video game. So I give uh, props for that. Mm-hmm. That's that's a cool shot. I like a good shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> that said, uh, if I was going to rate it. I was going to give it a Richard. We do give uh, Richards for movies. We've done this in the past. Yeah, yeah. It's fair. Um, do we rate them the same as movies? Yeah, they they just yeah. I still go just, there. Yeah, and I will say, you know, I will say it is a little bit different because with the game side, there's a lot of technical side to it where I'm a little bit more forgiving, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I'm not gonna go probably below a six unless there's truly a technical issue, right? Well, we versus also, versus if you came to me and you asked me what my rating is for how for many Star Wars uh, Rise of Skywalker, shut your like face. And that that's what. Oh my God, you did not just <laughs> um, say that out loud. But uh, versus the nine that is Last Jedi. <laughs> but uh, he means what he just said. John. I do. <laughs> that's why you got to mean what you said earlier. But anyways, I probably give um I probably give this one a six. I think it's okay. I think it's perfectly fine and i think i would say for a kid it's probably like an eight they will have a blast well and also like you say when we put a lot of thought into video game scores um video games we get to play for hours mm-hmm. and hours a movie is an hour and a half two hours tops most of the time you know yep so with that said i mean it is what it is john what would you give it nah, i'm not a film critic oh. i'm gonna abstain from this one it, it there's a there's a there's a um that's a d move there's a what why there's a nostalgia to growing up my connection to sonic is being a super nes kid growing up in the 90s watching this sonic thing Hmm. sort of i don't know at school being made up made fun of because i didn't have a sega genesis you know, that I was did, the golden I didn't marketing. Play, I didn't play the right Mortal Kombat. I played the one on NES. Super you NES, were a little you know, baby all that boy. Stuff. My, there's, there's to me, it's like if you experienced that in the '90s, mm-hmm. yeah, go see this movie. If you're a Sonic fan, go see this movie. Otherwise, 
unless you've got kids, eh, there's no reason to see it. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it, it's just a, it's an okay movie. Like you said, let's just keep in perspective here though, that regardless, mm-hmm. there is a super Mario bros movie and there's a Sonic movie. And I think we were both in agreement that the Sonic movie is head and shoulders better than the uh, super Mario bros movie. <laughs> It's not fair. You had Bob Hoskins, okay? It depends. Are you entertained by train wrecks? (laughs) (laughs) Totally not fair. Bob Hoskins um, and John Leguizamo. Oh, that movie's straight trash. And Dennis Hopper. Yeah, it's 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 awful. It's also trash. If if they remade a movie now, Mm -hmm. and they made the Sonic movie now, and we're on the same page as far as you know, uh, uh, progressions and and theatrics that we have now. Who knows what they will make or what direction they would go? But yeah, you you can't compare something that's twenty years old versus this new movie. Well, there's there was nothing about Mario mm. back in the day that was fan service at all. There's not a thing. I mean, at least you could say you, this movie from beginning to end was fan service. I mean, there's this movie was made there. for fans. The only question I have is why didn't you just? Ma- the only question I have about this movie is who decides why and what is the, the reason why you have to interject human beings into a movie mm. as opposed to being just a full on animated movie. There the must be some Mario's going to be in the next couple of years. That Mario movie that's coming out yeah, is going to yeah. be a full blown animated movie. There must be something like in their metrics that says if you make it in the human world, people are more willing. Mom to loves James Marsden. Yeah. He's so cute. Cause, and, and for perspective, I was thinking about like, well, what would be a movie where you have, you know, cartoon or or like you know ant made character with real life humans that actually is greatness to me and that's for me i don't know about you it's who framed roger rabbit that's that is the bar of that excellence. the pinnacle chris yeah i mean i don't know what else you would pick besides that oh, um, of what of like an animated or action like or an- okay yeah like there versus like to me the biggest trash i think i've seen uh i cool watched world <laughs> no no, no! Don't you dare say you bad wouldn't thing. consider the that's a four or five. The, <laughs> but uh, um, the like the, the Guardians I mean, of the Galaxy nah, like mix to me that's like no nah, because that's still really just something that's meant to be a a real world thing, right? Like is a play. It's not like you're pulling something out of an animated universe and sticking them into a real universe, which is basically what it feels like, right? Um, you good, Sean? Yeah, I guess like <laughs> the biggest trash I've probably ever watched. We got to move on. Sean's uh, dying. <laughs> probably the biggest one, like the whatever the third Alvin and Chipmunks movie is. That you've watched it. all three of them. That makes me sad for yeah, you. They're on HBO Go, and no I longer, get bored. You don't got to watch them. <laughs> if I watch them, then I have... There's um, like Spanish documentaries on HBO. I don't watch them. <laughs> Speaking of uh, documentaries on HBO, I keep forgetting to bring this up. Uh, the McMillions one. Yeah, you've told me about Man, it. Man, I know, but I haven't said it on here. Oh, where? On here. It, it's halfway done now. If you want a really entertaining documentary on fraud, go watch that because you will just be like, you hear the people rushing to it. How? How did this happen? (laughs) It's actually fascinating, John, if you know the premise of it. Apparently, Matt Damon is making a movie. (laughs) You remember Matt Damon? I'll tell you about it off air, but it, it has to do with the Monopoly game. Yeah. Fraud. It's insane, John. It's like it was like $24 million they got away with. Oof. So bad. Uh, but anyways, you guys, you, you want to do some news? I guess. Unless man. John's got some. You got anything else to add since you're not no. giving a Richard? Say a Richard. I'm good. Do it. It's the first time Peer ever. Pressure. There's never been a Richard. Yeah. 
It's a movie. This is a video game podcast. This is what we do. It's about a video game. Our topics get rated, dude. Yeah. People are like at home betting on this in Vegas. And they're like, wait. And and now the house is about to win because you didn't rate this thing. And you said a word before that I've never heard in my life. What'd you say? The reason you were, you're going to buy it? I'm not a film critic. And then he said something else. I can't remember. I'm going to but a bit about it. I was like, what? What's that word mean? That means you're not giving a Richard? You said a word. Like, Is it buh, buh, buh? Give it an 8.5. Oh, wow. There you go. Slow and that's not based on the question of whether I liked it or not. Based well, on go. whether the quality of the movie was there, the fan service was there, it hit all the beat points, it attracts all audiences. There's something for everyone in this movie, and it was competently made. Mm. 8.5. Well, there you go. I'll never see it again. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, dude. 8.5. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, you guys want to do some news? Yeah, buddy. Now that Sean's happy. <laughs> That's important. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! I feel like that's the most enthusiastic thing we've had in this episode. <laughs> well, you guys should have brought the energy. Or like, so Sonic's a movie. Sonic should have brought the energy. Ooh, but it didn't. Jim Carrey did. <laughs> it was. I mean, he was fifty-fifty with his jokes, right? It was actually a six point five. I didn't like it that much. <laughs> you gave it an eight point five. It was a total troll. No, yeah, he you had he, to have yeah, a score. I was so I gave you a score. What if like, people well, only Chris listen? only gave it a six, so what I gotta people, go two points above that. What if people oh, only listen give it to a that? Six. Yeah, yeah, that's a six. Mm-hmm. Totally in agreement with that. Dude, <laughs> you're a G. Hey, bye bye. Two you, things. Depends hmm. on who you are. Yeah. Some people will give it an 8.5. Yeah. If I just quietly go past this. No, first. we gotta. We got it's a kind of a big thing. John, you should read this one. Well, I've already been told I'm going political today. Yeah, that's true. Should so I read it so, so it doesn't sound so political? I just think so I should keep my mouth shut. Okay. You go for it. So, Nintendo takes a stand. Wait till you read the website. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nintendo and the Pokemon Company have announced that they will be cutting ties with the game publication <laughs> F Nintendo after one of its reviewers leaked images of Pokemon Sword and Shield back in November of last year. The reviewer worked uh, for the aforementioned publication while receiving an early copy of the game. In a press release, both companies, again, that was Nintendo and the Pokemon Company, stated both he and F Nintendo failed to handle confidential material, resulting in a clear breach of the confidentiality agreement between Nintendo and the media outlet. As a result, Nintendo will no longer work with F Nintendo. You're not pronouncing that right. I'm not going to say F Nintendo. No, it's F Nintendo. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to give them the credit. F you can't interrupt the news. Yeah. Don't interrupt no. the news. Uh, Nintendo will always protect its intellectual property and brands. Leaks hurt not just Nintendo, but the thousands of employees who work hard to bring games to market, and the million, millions of fans around the world who look forward to news and surprises. F Nintendo released its own <laughs> statement, which read. <laughs> At the beginning of November, a series of off-screen photographs leaked multiple new and unannounced Pokemon from Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. We want to take the, this opportunity to openly admit to our readers that F. Nintendo was responsible for leaking some of these photos. Nintendo offered us a copy of the game for review purposes with clear embargo guidelines to which we agreed. 
This copy was then sent to one of our reviews who leaked the information. And that's it. So I would I would probably just stress, and I didn't stress it in the news, F Nintendo is is not a American publication. I was so about to say. I, I, I think only Americans get, well, I'm sure tons of people get the irony, but I'm not sure that this is what Pretty sure this publication get it. means by F Nintendo. But yeah. Yeah. Um, don't break, leak stuff when you got an embargo. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> NDAs and whatnot, bro. Yeah. Yeah. They've got to be done now, right? Well, I guess I guess there's third party stuff they could still cover in advance, but Yeah, maybe. I, I just yeah. uh, I, I think it's um well I I I I certainly agree with the with the why are you looking at him? Why are you looking at him? Oh, I certainly agree with the <laughs> certainly agree so with I looked the, at him. I certainly agree with the move. I mean, I, obviously I think if you if you break an embargo, you should suffer the consequences for it. Ladies and gentlemen, things are happening on this podcast. He's reaching out. He's about to touch. He's moving up and down, up and down, up and down. I was like, if you want to look at my eyes. He's very ninja-like when he needs to be, right? I didn't even know he was that close to me. But I don't know. (laughs) You ever see that video where the cat is coming up the hallway and every time, have you not seen it? So the cat's at the end of the hallway. The camera goes back behind the door, comes back out. The cat's closer. Yeah. Camera goes behind the door, comes back, cat's even closer. It's like a horror movie. Yes. See? But with cats. But That's with, amazing. But with Chris now. <laughs> and he's going to do this all night. Yeah, I it's am. a thing now. Because you said we looked at each other while you were talking. But there's something similar to this and like, while it's not embargoed and you can't, there's no agreed upon stipulation between the media and the company, like every year the, the next Assassin's Creed leaks because somebody leaked it and it got put on some someone website. finds an internal document so yeah. yeah it's like i have you're mixed on this I, i'm i'm mixed on it because yeah. on the one hand people publications get away with that kind of stuff all the time and i don't necessarily think that they should we report a lot of it but, away but from this is it. kind of different though right it is because, because it's, it's agreed upon embargo yeah and plus it's, it's someone, a contract between two yeah, parties it's someone given the game to review and who's then therefore <laughs> directly taking screenshots of Pokemon and putting them online versus say like what happens to Kotaku with Ubisoft where it's like someone f- who works for Ubisoft gives them that information. Slightly on different. The yeah. Well, didn't something recently happen where somebody took pictures of the, the new Xbox and they weren't supposed to? That they took yeah. Of the on, on Instagram. Yeah. 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 That happens too. And if they find out who that is, I would expect that they're going to go Maybe, give yeah. me back your dev kit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Plus that was already a serial number on the, on the picture, so they already know who did it. I'm sure, yeah. And right. he is floating to the bottom of the <laughs> Pacific Ocean right now. <laughs> Don't cross Phil. But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting when you see it's you you have a you have an automatic reaction to um, a big game company going after a little guy, mm-hmm. even though you know. Even though it's never really that simple, but I would argue that Kotaku, for example, I don't necessarily fault them for doing it because it gets you revenue. It, it, they're doing what's viewership but leaking assassin's creed every year i would argue has more damage done to their brand than something like this Hmm. i mean what how many games do we think that this automatically damaged sales for pokemon sword and shield no i mean how many how many copies did that sell the only reason they did this is so that in the future when they have embargoes of things that they like for instance you're not worried about this you're worried that if there's something that nintendo has and it's embargoed 
and in part it has a embargo date because it maybe isn't the greatest game ever and you're over there taking video uh of mm-hmm. a broken part of the game and putting it online right that's what you worry about so that's why you have to do this now because you're worried that may happen someday um do you know like if you sell 20 million games at like 59 dollars, that's like a lot of money like a billion dollars yeah <laughs> Yeah. There's a reason why Rockstar is rich. Oh my god! Especially, just, if, especially for Nintendo because they don't discount their games. Right. right. It just hit me what you said. I was like, wait a minute, that game is like fifty nine times two. <laughs> wait, unless both of the the because remember one. I'm game, selling. I'm, I mean, collectively, they don't get everything because yeah, Pokemon, both of them sold that dude, together. Yeah, and it's a like billion dollars. I don't know that they've reached twenty million. I'm I'm just I just pulled. I would imagine out. they probably are. I'm sure they will, but yeah. I think. I think they've gotten to fourteen million. Guys, mm. we gotta make a game and sell it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Money. Start programming tomorrow tomorrow. You gotta, wait, you gotta program? Yeah. Oh no. Can you be an artist? No, I'm not, that, I'm not that good at that either. <laughs> Is it gonna be a game starring us? Because I have to be the final boss. <laughs> You're, you'd be like the easiest final It'll boss be ever. Your, yeah, it'll just be like your show notes. You'd It'll be, be like, a casual game. You'd be like Bowser when you just gotta run under him. And like hit the little thing. I do have clumsy feet. You can't. You're gonna love it when I pay a developer to make the weekly games chat game, and it's just a walking sim of you writing the news. <laughs> <laughs> and then every once in a while, you stop Chris, off and drop a deuce. That won't sell <laughs> at all. I, that's not the point. <laughs> Speaking of selling, oh, what it doesn't fit? But yeah, let's go it with it. Fit. Yeah, I have what to, ain't uh, done. Hold on, hold on, I got a remedy for this. Okay. Ooh, oh, remedy. Oh, ain't no. You liked it at first. Oh. <laughs> remedy ain't done. It appears the remedy. Jason Mraz. <laughs> it appears remedy has an unannounced game has unannounced games in the pipeline. I know what I meant, and I'm going to read what I meant. You're dumb. According to its most recent financial report, they're working on several projects at varying stations, stages of completion. Stage hall. And we love a good completion. One of these titles is reaching near release, <laughs> like a good release, which is an expansion for Control titled The Foundation, and it is set to launch March 26th with another expansion planned later in the year. The Alan Wake one. The second is the single-player portion of Crossfire X, the sequel to the 2007 multiplayer shooter from Smilegate, who is developing the multiplayer aspect of the game. Remedy's Mm. other project are a bit in the dark and early in development, but rest assured you can look forward to the future of this company. For example, the Vanguard team is focused on creating, quote, a long-lasting service-based multiplayer game combined with selected Remedy features. You know what I did not know until now? What? (laughs) Remedy is working on Crossfire X. Remember that? Yeah. That was like the I one really. Crossfire X was the one where Phil came on stage and he kind of built up. He's like, I'm really happy about getting this because it's not something that's huge here, but I guess it's one of like the most popular uh, online series on in Asia and has been for, you know, well over a decade. So I guess that's cool. They're working on it. They do good stuff. Can't wait to play that DLC for, uh, for control. Yeah. You're, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Get it on Speaking PC. of that, you, I was going to say I, I was trying to on, I was trying to think of a way to say that you guys aren't going to play it on Xbox. You did not. Uh, speaking of Remedy, they won big at the Dice Awards. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. they won uh, a number of things. Them and what was it? Untitled Goose Game was the other one. Did you ever play that game? Uh, I have it on my Xbox, but I have not gone around to it. 
So I don't I don't shake my head at it like some people here when they go. I've never played it. Just, it, it. It really is a, a weird concept to me. Yeah, I almost said dumb, but I said weird instead. You can say dumb. Yeah, I did love the. Uh, I loved the little bit they did at uh, the Game Awards where they had Beaker going around doing Untitled Beaker games. That was funny. Yeah, I enjoyed. Did that. you ever play Patapon? Patapatapatapon, pon, pon, pon. No, Chris, that's how it goes. That's not it. Greg Miller's big on that game. Yeah. Patapon 2 came out. Yeah. Or it's coming out. Yeah. Or something. I don't know why. I thought it had already been out and he just wanted it on PS4. I think, yeah, because it had been on PS Vita, right? And he wanted it. Or maybe it was, I can't remember if it had been on PS4 and he wanted Vita or what. He always loves them. Yeah. It's good games. What is it exactly? Rhythm. Yeah. Ish. So Mm -hmm. you'd be out. Yeah. You don't like. I mean, you don't like those games. Not that you don't have rhythm, because you do. No, I don't. Okay. You don't. You're right. I try to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know what else is out, John. Not yet. No, nah, that's not out. Castlevania Two's out. Not yet. <laughs> season Two yeah, is sure. out. Two yes. is out. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Castlevania Season Three, however, it is, is not, not out. out. Uh, Netflix has released a new trailer that shows the trio in the aftermath of defeating Dracula. Who's that? Spoilers. Yeah, right. Uh, the trailer is light on plot, but does suggest that the elimination of their foe has not successfully quelled the evil that plagues the land with a great many monsters that still need slaying. And with Dracula out of the way, there seems to be nothing that stands in Carmilla's way. Carmilla. The series is set to return on March 5th, so it won't be long before you can sink your teeth into it. Hmm. Have you given this a look, Sean? Oh, hey Siri, why did you record that? You piece of. <laughs> I haven't. I've only watched the first. I watched series. the first season. Yeah, yeah. and I had. I, I know you were big. How on many them. episodes was the second one series? It was twice as long, so it'll take you an hour to finish. <laughs> yeah, I remember it was it's like one, it was like four episodes, and like they were fifteen minutes each. And you're like, like twenty something yeah. minutes, so you could finish it in an hour. But yeah. I think uh, I think there's eight episodes in the second season and i think that's going to be what uh oh, that would be fine became and there's 16 episodes 16 in, episodes. In oh. you love this series oh yeah it's fantastic yeah it really is it's more based on the classic games at least the first and second season were yeah um but this one i don't really know where it's going it could go into the japanese anime style type symphony of the night games so we'll see are you gonna play doom with me When's uh, when does Patrick Stewart show up? I don't think you can play Doom. Not together per se, but they do have a multiplayer. Yeah, there is a multiplayer. Hey, Bob. Uh, uh, Eternal or this one that we're playing? Oh yeah, I don't know. (laughs) There might have been. There might have been an online. Um, (laughs) when is uh, when is Patrick Stewart coming on uh, Castlevania? I thought he. Died already. Are we talking about like Picard? No, I just remember Patrick Stewart was in uh, Lords of Shadow, wasn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't get this reference at all. <laughs> he looks stoned. I know. I'm so <laughs> lost right Did now. Did you say Patrick Stewart was dead? I I thought that no, no. I thought he'd in my mind he'd done a voice in the first or second season, oh. but I don't think that's true. Yeah. Ooh. <clears throat> you know what game I've been playing by the way that you guys both played. Speaking of that company, Ring Fit Adventure, <laughs> I'm playing a little bit of that. There, Wolfenstein, Youngblood. It's good. It's okay. Yeah, sure it is, Chris. <laughs> this is when I he like, says, I like "No, the, it is." It, I don't. Ex- I don't expect him to. 
He's not gonna like it like we do. It, it is. Uh, in I fairness, do not like it. It is a reviled game. Yeah. I don't like. And the, I don't know why. I don't like the jumping, the the climbing of the jumps. You know, like there was a part where you're like climbing up in the first couple of levels there, mm-hmm. and like a, and I think it was like a warehouse or something like that, right? And I was just like, why is this here? I hate this. Because <laughs> me and Jeff kept missing because we were. Oh, yeah, we're playing together. Oh, that's yeah. why you don't like it because you're playing with Jeff. What's that? <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Jeff loves Wolfenstein. Speaking so, of games no, no, we no. love. If I do did. like it, though, like the levels that are kind of more classic where you're in the corridors uh, versus the open area ones. I was just like, oh, okay. Well, John, and we said this many times, by the way. Yeah. John says if you like Wolfenstein, you can see why people don't like this Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. The first level I very much enjoyed because it was just like, yep, got my guns and I'm just going and shooting Killing Nazis. that first Nazi, yeah. huh? Yeah. I was like, killing Nazis. <laughs> but uh, anyway, you know yeah. what wasn't in the top Speaking 10? Speaking of a sidetrack. <laughs> yeah. You know what was in the top 10 for January MPD, guys? <laughs> Wolfenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Ball Z comes out on top. As it should have. As it should have. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Is that right? Yes. Kakarot. Was the best-selling game in the U.S. for the month of January, according to MBD. I think it was the only new game in the month of January. Kakarot (laughs) brought in the third highest first month sales total for a Dragon Ball video game, coming in behind Dragon Ball Fighter Z Or Fighters. And (laughs) (laughs) Dragon Ball Z Budokai. Here is the top 10. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot is at one. number one. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2019. Two. Madden NFL 20. Nice. Three. Je- Star Wars Jedi <laughs> Fallen Order. Four. And you Grand had a stroke. Theft Auto 5. Greatest game of all time at five. NPA 2K20. Wait, I, I lied. That's actually number six. Huh? He said the greatest game of all time was Grand Theft 4, and then the next game was NBA, so we said uh, I think I said five. <laughs> Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. I, too, Seven. had a stroke. <laughs> Mario Kart 8. At 8. Ring Fit. What? Yes. Ring Fit Adventure. I was just typing. People that. needed something to Dude, buy. That game is nine. actually fun, John. Red Dead Redemption. Bleh. Yeah. Dude, at Ten. number at number five, we've actually got Grand Theft Auto Five, and at number eight, we got Mario Kart Eight. How cool is that, guys? Oh man, it's amazing! It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, that's a uh, that's a good deal for the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Yeah, it's a good I game. I should play that. It's a good game. It's a good game. Yeah, I don't know if you like it. You're not yeah. good at games, really. That's true. Except for shooters, where you're John Rambo and you're amazing. <laughs> dude, Division Two on PC is great. Dude, you're really good at shooters, dude. <laughs> Division. I'm not even being funny. Are you, it's, are you, it's kind of insane how good you are at shooters, and it kind of makes me angry. I need to eat this out of me right now. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. It shouldn't make sense. Because I know you're sitting over there in your little t-shirt with your glasses on when we play together, and you got your shorts on probably. You yeah. just, you're just mowing people hey. down, and I don't know how you're doing it. I'm hey. actually wearing nothing from the waist down. Hey, you know this, That's uh, how I get into the zone. You know this little conversation. Dragon you, Ball's free. What? You know this little <laughs> conversation you two are having right now? Yeah. I'm skipping it. Oh, he's just mad that one time I saved him in Division 2. Because he's good. I like this, though. Yeah. Um, that it's was a called good, a pivot. That was a good pivot that you <laughs> skipped that conversation, just like Jeff Keeley is skipping E3 of 2020. <gasps> uh, Keeley announced that he is skipping the, the aforementioned show and will not be producing E3 Coliseum this year. This will be the first time in 25 years that Keeley will not make an appearance. That's a quarter. That is a quarter of a century. Wait. Yeah, that works. 
yeah. math checks out. <laughs> math be hard, yo. Uh, it's the first time in 25 years that he will not make an appearance at the video game trade show. According to a recent tweet, which I did see. I hope you did, too, if you follow him on the, uh, the Twitter. How old is this guy? Uh, I have made the difficult... He's a, he's a vampire, dude. I've made the difficult decision to decline to produce E3 Coliseum. For the first time in 25 years, I will not be participating in, in E3. I've debated what to say about E3 2020. While I want to support the developers who will showcase their work, I also need to be open and honest with you, hmm. the fans, about precisely what to expect from me. I look forward to supporting the industry in other ways and at other events in the future. When asked to expand on his decision on Twitter, he responded, uh, quote, a ton of factors. I just don't really feel comfortable participating, participating, giving what I know about the show as of today, end quote. What does that mean? It it means what does he know? It I've, means that E3... I, th- I think I think this was a probably a PR political decision. He knew that it wouldn't Keel? affect. Yeah, he knew that mm. it wouldn't affect his brand as far as his fans go. But he also knew that it would hurt his brand in the in the eyes of the media. I think he'd get a lot of blowback for participating in E3, particularly since he is or used to be a member of the media. When E3 accidentally. And I don't. I think this is a. This stems back to the story we had a couple when, of when yeah. a lot of the people in the media got doxxed by E3, and I I think that word is used inappropriately because I don't think that's exactly doxxed presumes intent, malicious intent. I think contact not, information got leaked in accidentally. Mm. Um, but Which that's why he's not. not do, no, it's not. It's not good. <laughs> uh, I but don't that's why that's he's why. doing it. That's. I, I, it's totally why. I, I mean, I think that's potentially a factor, but I think actually the bigger one is just that if you're him and you care about your brand and you care about what you're highlighting on the floor, right? Mm-hmm. You you do need a good source of pools of games to you know pull from to give interest to your viewers, right? And the truth is, when you look at E3 right now, they're charging so much for floor space that everyone is running out of the building. You know, and it's really only certain people that are going now. Um, you know, Xbox, they have a presence on the floor, but it's nowhere near what it used to be because the majority of their stuff is at their Xbox theater. Sony's saying we're not coming this year. Nintendo, I think, has put stuff on the floor. E3 still, but even then, I don't think they're playing to have a big... Uh, yeah, they've had really... I've had a big presence yeah. on the floor. But. I think Ubisoft has pulled back. Of course, EA for years now has been basically saying, we don't need you to do E3 because we'll just call it our own event and still put it the weekend of E3, right? Um, and of course, Nintendo just releases their direct whenever they're talking about these things. But I they'll think, be on the show floor. I think yeah, it's Treehouse Live and whatnot. Yeah, I think it's like it's having a cumulative effect here finally where you're seeing it begin to come to a head. And it's not so much Jeff Keighley as it is, uh, or, or these companies, it's the ESA and how they've been managing this show for about the last 10 years. And I think it reminds me a lot back in the mid two thousands when it was CES, right? When back when like Microsoft used to be the primary force behind that and Sony. Um, and, they kind of started to see like, this isn't really worth it to us anymore. We're going to go off and do our own thing. And CES had to figure out how to make itself relevant. Right. And it did like CES is what to me, like as far as a show right now in the industry, CES is way more relevant than E3 is as far as the actual conference itself. And it's because 
they figured out, hey, we don't need to have a humongous, uh, you know, Staples Center presence, right? We can go to Las Vegas and we can have people rent out hotel uh, suites and all that kind of stuff and save themselves a ton of money and then have a couple of key bigger players on uh, our floor, you know, in conference rooms and stuff like that, meeting rooms. I think that's the problem that's going on with E3 is that you're having this problem where when you talk about floor space and you say it, it's like some ridiculous amounts, like $10,000 per square foot or something like that. And you think of like a large company, how quickly that gets up there. And you're thinking, how do I spend this money? There's a lot better ways to do it. And that's why you're seeing Sony go, yeah, we'll still go to Tokyo game show. We'll still go to Paris games week. And Xbox, yeah, they're going to be there and they'll have a presence. They'll both probably be at Gamescom this year. Those shows are doing fine. And I think it's because they are nowhere near as extravagant in terms of price for the company to attend. Uh, and that that matters a lot, I think, personally. Uh, you could be right as far as E3 in general and the general conversation as to why people aren't going to E3. I don't. I think his comment, if you look at it very closely... I'm not comfortable. He uses these types of words. I'm mm. not comfortable with everything that I know about E3 right now. I don't think he's talking about $10,000 per square feet. I don't think that's what he's talking about. I think he's, I, I, I think Jeff Keighley is a media darling for mm. good reason. Yeah. And he wants to keep it that way. Yeah. Cause I don't think his, I don't think Jeff Keighley's base is fellow gamers. I think his base the is, is the industry. Yeah. At this point, I mean, the big thing is, I guess instead of having judges week for E3, instead he, they're having a game critics week instead. Cause he's the oh, guy yeah. who always does that. Um, I, I mean, yeah. I will say for PlayStation, um, I think, I think their decision, mm. I think I was not on the show when that news was covered, but I don't think the decision to go to E3 this year is a particularly good one. Mm. I think overall in general, it's mm. a good one. But the last big push for console games, I think I think they needed to go to E3 this year, and I think they're gonna regret that 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 decision. I really do. I don't know. Apparently, they're well, saying could, that, you know well, I could you be saw wrong, the big but, news this week, right? Which, um, uh, where apparently their cost. If is, it's not here, it wasn't big. Did you put the cost? <laughs> no. Yeah, like their big thing is apparently they are. The rumor out there is that you know the price of making the console right now is like four hundred fifty dollars. PS Five news. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Thanks, John. There, that's a big one. They're breaking. Normally, they play a cat and mouse game with Microsoft, right? Yeah, and they wait for them to say a price, then they come out with their price. But now, information's coming out, like Chris said, where this cost to make this thing is going to be this, and it's like, all right, we have to make a decision Mm -hmm. here because you know ultimately we want to make profits. That's why you're in the industry to make money, obviously. And to provide entertainment. So uh, this thing's going to cost $894. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been that thing. Like whenever it, it didn't shock me when I read that. Right. Because I was just like when I keep hearing all these things that they're doing, like with especially with RAM and uh, and CPU and the fact that they're using M2 drives for uh, their for their storage. I was just like, none of this is cheap. I, I don't care if you're Matt, if you're Sony and you can. Cut some price, of course, because you are going to uh, order these in bulk, whatever parts you're getting, right? It's like none of that is cheap, and it's going to cost you a lot of money. So I'm wondering what the manufacturing costs are 
right now due to the coronavirus. There's that, and there's Which, issues with memory. They're saying like as far as the um, like the price on that might go up because of coronavirus, because a lot of it's developed in China. I'm not buying parts. one, at least yeah. for six months. <laughs> Yeah, we were having a conversation. I need about to wipe this. it down for. And I was like, fire I'm not. It up. <laughs> more seriously, we were having a conversation about this. Like, when are we going to buy these things? And and I was like, we both kind of agreed that, like, yeah, there's not too much of a reason to get an Xbox until there's like a third party game that you can't play on PC. That would be the earliest, and you'd only, of course, get the Xbox first. But what? And, and if even you think then, that's what would the that better? Be? Yeah, I don't know what that is, right? Uh, but then on the other hand with Sony, if it's like how it was last generation, do I really need a PS five and right at launch? I don't know. You know, we'll see. Yeah. Who are y'all? We and, are PC well, I mean, gamers. I'm just saying and the, listeners. I got you. When I got the PS4, apparently these two guys, when I got the PS4, you are nothing. It, when I got the PS4, it was a complete surprise because my wife just, your, uh, your wife. thank you. My wife brought it home out of, out of the blue. Um, and the game and, and Aiden was there. Luckily Aiden picked the game for me. It was black flag, but that game was on previous consoles. It was on Wii U. So there like, you know, there was not a lot of content on the PlayStation four that wasn't on the PlayStation three. You what said it I was say? on Wii U. It was. Didn't Wii U come out after PlayStation four? No, it came out first. Did it? Yeah. Am I wrong on that? Huh. You are very wrong. Was it 2012 for Wii U? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It was. Huh. Yeah. yeah, I just remember it came out on console, on the regular consoles, like three weeks, and then mm-hmm. and then you could play the real version of it. On- <laughs> for, for, yeah, that year, for sure. <laughs> on the new consoles. Was, I'm, I'm, it, playing, I'm playing uh, Arkham City. Great, John. Played yeah. that a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, who knows? You, you know what? Uh, I also think who knows. Um, this this next one versus. I'm like who knows versus. <laughs> I'm just gonna say versus. Me too. <laughs> Is this me? Game. Yes. Tim Geek Sweeney versus. Apologies. During his keynote talk at the annual Dice Summit, Epic Games founder and CEO Tim Sweeney argued that a company or business should be quote operating as neutral venues for entertainment and employees customers everybody else now this is what he said so hold on let me try this again quote operating as neutral venues for entertainment and employees customers everybody else can hold their own views and not be judged by us for that a company is a group of people who get together to accomplish a mission that is larger than what any one person can do and a company's mission is a holy thing to it right epic's mission is to build great technology and great games and we can count on every employee at Epic, we can even demand every employee at Epic unite behind that mission. But every other matter, we have to respect their personal opinions. And they may differ from managements or each other's or whatever. Quote, end quote. Sweeney further elaborates that companies like Activision can avoid further scrutiny like the Blitzchung statement is to, quote, divorce themselves from politics, end quote, Altogether, Sweeney has admitted that these are tumultuous times and there is no one answer to how people, customers or developers 
should engage with politics and games. Sweeney further clarified in a tweet, quote, here's one of the key views I shared at Dice. If a game tackles politics as To Kill a Mockingbird did as a novel, it should come from the heart of creatives and not from marketing departments seeking to capitalize on division, end quote. Yeah, I think this was just a classic case of him saying something and people not reading the lines correctly. But I, even before he made the clarification, just reading it, I kind of got what he's saying. He's like basically just saying, you know, if you want to not create controversy for yourself as a company, don't allow people to be who they are outside. Don't worry about what they're doing. AKA Blizzard. He's like saying, mm-hmm. you don't care if someone protests something, if you just divorce yourself and say, do you, because you're a person, no one's going to have blowback on you for it later. But at the same time, you know, when it comes to making a game, yeah, if you're going to make a statement, it should be because you have a story and that's what your story is designed to do, right? Like it's what your personal development is and you build a story around that idea. It shouldn't be to capitalize off of people and go, this will please this group of people or this will, you know, this will offend this group of people, I guess too, could be the other side of it. So I don't know. I guess he could have said it better. I think the second quote there definitely pretty much makes it clear what his intentions were. Look, I mean, we get we get news a hundred miles an hour. News. Um, it's. I, I went back and I actually watched the entire speech that he gave at Dice. It's about thirty three minutes. Mm-hmm. He brought this up twenty seven minutes in. Yeah, and he finished his thoughts on this mm-hmm. at 29 minutes. So the, the media just sort of jumped on two minutes out of 30, which was aside from his delivery, he's not a great speaker. I mean, he, he makes John Carmike look like Barack Obama. John, John Carmike. Carmack. Carmack. I was like sitting there thinking, I was like, Carmike. No, that's not right. <laughs> he of all people correcting know, right? a name, yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it was just interesting how everybody jumped on this idea of Tim Sweeney doesn't want politics in games. Yeah. When that's not what he said at all. He just no. he's just basically saying let our marketing teams and the company as a whole stay out of it. Yeah. If you want Naughty Dog to build a game around politics or around a political message, have at that. Yeah. But just keep the marketing side of it. Let the game stand on its own without the marketing machine behind it. Mm-hmm. And that's one part of what he said. Detroit Become Human? Yeah, very political game. Very political. Yeah, yeah. very. Yeah. And I, I I love that game. Mm-hmm. So, And I think he would too. Me? It just, it just kinda... No, Tim Sweeney. Oh. You would hate it. <laughs> you are terrible at these things. It's just, it's almost like the, the media made themselves the story yeah. in reality. Is this fake news? I think it was just. It's kind, it was, you know, honestly, it was it was a bit it's, of a fake news thing. It, it's a classic thing of a of a reporter fake news saying. <laughs> it, it's a classic thing of a reporter, you know, whether with intent or not, you don't know. But it, it's them seeing one line, and them not doing the due diligence on themselves to get context before you make a story because you're just like, ooh, that's juicy. That's definitely something that should be reported in you know your mind and all that, and you just throw up the story, and then afterwards you get people to go, "Did you watch this thing? Did you see everything?" It was a it yeah. was a very interesting yeah. presentation. He he talked about predatory 
practices of um, mm-hmm. talked about the idea of businesses are now going on. They're leaning towards these predatory models toward the customer where the customer suffers as like, opposed to benefits from a product. You, you mean like NBA 2K? Exactly. Yeah. Which was pretty much NBA 2K19. Yeah. But just stuff like that. I mean, the, the, the speech was this. I mean, when Twitter blows up, which is how a lot of these journalists are covering the story and it's kind of how you see it unfold. Mm-hmm. You see it explode on Twitter because of two minutes of verbiage in a 33 minute speech. It just was, it's just, it's frustrating. And yes, to, to Sean's question. Yeah, it was fake news. In it really sense, was yeah. fake news. Speaking of predatory pro, uh, practices, a hey, Sean, um, do you have $400? I can borrow to buy apex packages. Oh. If you really wanted it. Yeah. DJ money. Thanks. <laughs> I do want it. Uh, Sean? <laughs> Just I need a start new, the stream up. I need a Open new bag. graphics card. Um, no, you don't. Yours is fine. Yeah, it is. It's okay. Should Should you can build that, by the way? Maybe. What's happening? Nothing. <laughs> um, that was almost a leak. All right. Mm. Bring it a leak. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Battle Royale has been leaked for Call of Duty. Rumors. New deets have leaked like I just said, for Call of Duty Modern Warfare's rumored Battle Royale mode called Warzone, which will include a version of Apex Legends ping system. Great system. Originally reported by GameSpot, Twitter user at Captain Badfoot <laughs> claimed that they were playing the new Rust map when they were pulled into this new Warzone lobby, complete with a training mode and other menus that hint at what's to come. A new Battle Royale is, no, of course, no surprise as it was a hit for last year's Black Ops 4? I think there's like a... Uh, <laughs> is that wrong? That's right. I just forgot how to read IV. Yeah. Wasn't there... Maybe I'm wrong about this. Because uh, I know I, I heard something else about Call of Duty this weekend. I thought maybe this is what it was. Um, rumors that it's free to play? Or is that something else? Why are we all of a sudden sounding like Ron Burgundy on everything <laughs> we say? I'm Ron It's free Burgundy? to play? Like the... Like the battle royale would be free to play. Yeah, yeah. kind of like how a free you update. Know, yeah, like. But well, no, have to, I think like it would just be free to play in general forever. Yeah, kind like of like you don't have to have a game to. Like, kind of like how you know with Fortnite, like battle royale is free to play, but you if you want to play <laughs> exactly like that. Yeah. But the main game you got to pay for. Winner, winner, yeah. chicken dinner. <laughs> Anyways. We weren't making fun of you. Yeah. yeah. We're not. It's totally not. I swear it's not. I don't even know why I'm laughing. <laughs> you want to hit the second I never, one? I never liked next Warzone one? that much, though. But I do yeah. give them credit. If they are bringing the ping, the ping system. From What's the it, ping system? I was so going to ask you that. Basically, it's a system that allows you to, um, like, say, if you're playing with keyboard ping? and mouse. Yeah, like the mill button on your mouse there. You could aim it at an enemy and ping and say, hey, there's the enemy going across. Or you go, hey, there's a container right here. Or if Here's a level a specific, two backpack. Yeah, like a level I go, three helmet. Oh, God, man. This is like a really high grade uh, thing for a shotgun. I only use shotguns. Let me ping that. It's fantastic. And yeah. when you were talking about how it works on a mouse, you were wanting people to kind of understand that you were, in fact, playing this on PC. PC, because, you know. Y'all are terrible. Right. You're ruining everything. Okay? <laughs> That's what you're doing. I'm sorry if my PC runs at 144 frames per second. Does it? it FPS, does. John. FPS. Yours doesn't. Uh, I don't think I've got one. Well, you chose. Uh, you put on low things. Yeah, you chose the, the on Fortnite. <laughs> How's that feel, huh? <laughs> huh? How's that feel? 
It hurts. It's <laughs> a lot. Gotta make you stronger. Oh my goodness. But um, do you, is that why you want me to read the next one? Because the other one has to do with computer stuff. No, actually, is that, no. Is that no, what's no, happening? That right is now? not why. It just looked like such a tiny one, and I, I can. That's what. <laughs> I'll read this one. Wow. That you was know a what's peak. next gen, John? Yes, a game I do. that's been out forever. I'm going to tell you right now: Rainbow Six Siege coming to next gen. All right. Ubisoft has confirmed that Rainbow Six Siege will be available on next consoles, next gen consoles. Sorry. The news came by way of Roy DeValle, the game's product manager. On a panel, he spoke on the reasons why they were going forward, releasing less content for the upcoming seasons, which led into the big news. Quote, when we look at the amount of stuff that the team can work on today, there's no doubt that this is the right choice to go into the future with full confidence for Rainbow Six Siege. This is allowing us to do a lot of things. It's allowing us to have a core gameplay focused philosophy to dive deeper into those aspects. It's allowing us to polish a little more our operators that we're going to be bringing the roster of 50 plus that we have today. And this is a bit of a soft announcement but it's allowing us to work for next gen. So we are on next gen in the coming years in quote, no release date was given. I don't see why this couldn't come out day one. No one likes a soft announcement. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you just bring the PC version. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> but yeah, I've Apparently, been drinking. Have you I know. I, I know this is a, <laughs> I know this is a big surprise, but Ubisoft likes money. So yeah. it might want to keep this making could be more of it. Huge on console. Oh, I mean, no, this, yes. this is just Fortnite. <laughs> Get yeah. out of here. Just kidding. I don't know. No. Probably not. Yeah. Have you ever played this? Oh, yeah. Is it good? I, I've only played. Is it dated at this point? No, it's, it no, look, it's very. Does it intense. look good? It yes. is. It's a game that, you know, figured out how to evolve from where it originally was because originally it was just like terrorists and it was a hot mess and cops. And it was it was fun, but it was. Is this the one where you were? I saw this E3 demo. I don't remember what year they were as a group. They were basically a tactical team going into a house. Correct. Yeah. Rescuing hostages. Like you. Yeah. You had uh, robbers who were or I guess terrorists, whatever you want to call them, that were like set up traps and all that. And you would have to go and save breach, yo. Yeah, breach and I or save like whoever's being kidnapped or or disarm the <laughs> disarm a bomb a bomb or something like that. And it was fun with that. Um but I think they kind of <laughs> sorry. It's I'm sorry. Instead of this hand signal, yeah, you go breach, yo. <laughs> I think the the problem early on I was mean, that's that tactical. There wasn't breach, yo. There was about five or six different classes originally, and it cost a lot. It took a ton to unlock those, which, you know, that's kind of the way it is with Apex, but everyone's fine with Apex because it's free, right? You know, like, I if I play the game consistently, I can unlock a character. That's the way it works. Yes. Um, but on the other hand, over time, what they went, they retooled what they were giving away, what you had to work for with perks. And most importantly, they started adding tons and tons of operators. Whereas you see, like now you have 50 different, it's become more of like a hero based game where you have over 50 different types of characters to pick from, um, you know, and people have their favorites and such. So can I play it single player? (laughs) No, could not. Well, I guess you play bots. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's terrible. Anyways. Uh, Sorry about that. That had nothing to do with you. Um, yeah. <laughs> Breach, yo. 
finally this week. <clears throat> and the last news article of this edition of You Weekly sure you don't want to read this? You don't know much about this stuff. Uh, I do, more than you. <laughs> I can read it. Activision and GeForce. Uh, Activision and GeForce. NVIDIA recently announced that Activision Blizzard Blizzard games would no longer be available on its platform, stating, Shame. quote, per their request, please be advised Activision Blizzard games will be removed from the service. While unfortunate, we hope to work together with Activision Blizzard to re-enable these games and more in the future. This means games like Call of Duty and Diablo are no longer available on the platform just days after the service's official launch. In a recent update, it was clarified that this relationship fell through a breach, yo, due to a misunderstanding. You see Jack Bauer going, breach, yo. <laughs> Jack Bauer rules. Titles from Activision Blizzard were available on GeForce Now during the service's beta test, and NVIDIA apparently believed that partnership would continue for some time hmm. after the official launch. Quote, Activision Blizzard has been a fantastic partner during the GeForce Now beta, which we took to include the free trial period for our founders' membership. Since the service is now live, apparently Activision wanted an official commercial agreement with NVIDIA for the inclusion of its titles. NVIDIA is hoping to work with Activision Blizzard in order to bring the content back. You know what? Yeah, this is a blow, dude. I think it sucks for the short time, term, but I think with the way they're speaking, they'll They'll get this worked They're out. They're trying to bridge it together. Yeah, it will happen. I don't know when, but it will happen because money and, you know, profits. NVIDIA's lawyers suck. I guess so, yeah. Someone someone That's got fired. That's a big miss. Yeah, someone got fired the Monday after this happened. Yeah. Look so at like, line Tom, 33, come up to, genius. Like, yeah. like, wait, what? Like, who worked on this? Tom. <laughs> Tom needs to come up we need to floor to see 14. Tom now. You mean yeah. Overwatch will not be on my platform, Tom? Yeah, Tom, we need you on floor. <laughs> Tom... <laughs> Uh, if you could just go ahead and grab the box before you come up, thanks. <laughs> Put your sh- there. That was clever, wasn't it? <laughs> like that, uh, Tom Breach Yo. Shut your mouth. But yeah, uh, <clears throat> that that sucks for them though. That'd be funny to go to. Uh, that'd be funny to go to PC Games Pass now, right? That'd be crazy. That'd be real funny. So you guys can just enjoy that, huh? Xcloud. Be, be a ball of laughs. Anyway. Huh? Um, I'm excited. You guys want to wrap this up? Never. Just to be safe. Electronic Mail of the Future? Electronic Mail of the Future. That was a breach. Wow. I think, yeah. Was that captured? Do you need to clean up your breach? I think I'm bleeding. Did you breach yourself, dude? (laughs) I gotta go. I gotta go. Oh, my. Dude. Oh, I got. Oh, that's something. That's what you call it. That's microphone. Uh, But anyways, uh, if you want to write your thoughts and opinions in, you can write them to Weekly Games Chat. Thoughts and opinions. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. You can write them to weeklygameschatgmail.com. That's weeklygameschatgmail.com, just like Punkhead did. See, I just, I knew it was Punkhead because, you know, it's the same picture that's on his, on his Discord profile. But he says, howdy, fellas. Howdy. What's up? 
Hope all is well. I just wanted to fill you in on Punkhead's state of play. I think there's some stuff here you all may enjoy. Hades, I'm still playing this, but have not been able to get past the final boss out of 84 escape attempts. I've gone to the final boss about five to ten times. The dude is not easy per se. You don't say. Gang to him is easy-ish. Third boss exhausts all your respawns, and by the time you get to the final boss, you have to play a perfect game, dodge everything, and get good. Yeah. That's uh, spelled G-I-T-G-U-D, John. Get good. That's correct. Uh, the Witcher. I decided to start from the first one. The game's mechanics are terrible and really rough around their uh, edges. And j- get this, John. No fast travel. No! Well, not at least for a while. Uh, because it was around this point, I decided to play Wilson, uh, which came out last Friday. I I'm believe, interested on, in this. Yeah. Uh, terrible launch. They did not expect the amount of players interested. Fortunately, there is an offline mode. Uh, online servers had to be taken down and was not fixed until Sunday. Game was released last Thursday. Lots of bugs that affected gameplay as well. That said, the good thing about the game, it's a beautiful ARPG and with great potential. There is no class system per se, but you do equip skills that you adjust your talent wheel, not talent tree accordingly. Uh, talent system is a lot less convoluted than Path of Exile, and you can spec your skills as well. Yeah, I'm waiting for uh, waiting for this to kind of have go through the Diablo treatment, right? You know, like where you go, okay, you're new, you need to get your rough edges out, <laughs> then I'm gonna come play you. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, he says, what about you guys, Chris? How's Apex going? Still haven't gotten a win, but uh, I feel like yeah, I got a win. You're dude, terrible. Dude, it's it's dude, hard. I, no, it's not. That's on PC, I mean. it's hard. Dude, we play with PC players. You Owned. don't play real freaking PC Here players. Here we go, bro. I can't not win at the game when I play Chris. That's how good I am. Sure, because you get carried. Sean Rambo. It really is. He thinks I get carried. But anyways, uh, stats, I feel like, uh, no, uh, coming back to the world of PC where you're playing with mouse and keyboard competitively and doing that for the first Why time. Why would you play with mouse and keyboard when you can get a mic- uh, Microsoft controller up? Because on a game like because it's a first person shooter. Yeah, you use a controller, bro. No, you're dumb. Controller life is like everything, bro. No. <laughs> uh, but now that I've gotten it back, I felt like especially this week I've gotten a lot stronger. Like I'm consistently. Hey, if, if I get my good drops and everything, even if I'm not playing with Mike and Jeff and them, yeah. whatever team I'm on, I'm finishing in the top three. Let me ask team, you this so though: Kelly Clarkson good. said it, you know. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. It made me stronger. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. If I point it at the head. Yeah. Instead of like the foot. And apparently if I have a gold 301. They're amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, John, how do you like Division 2 on PC? Have you become a keyboard FPS warrior now? Really enjoying Division 2 on PC. Mm. Just uh, just bought the new content coming out in March. Um, what is it? Warlords of New York. Yeah. That's going to be solid. Uh, as far as FPS Warrior, not so much. I'm getting better. Um, I'm I'm getting pretty solid on Division with the keyboard controls. But so uh, you're playing with keyboard, mm-hmm. even though because that's third person, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a little harder to do. I play like I'll still use a controller for that. Yeah, I I like using one. I'm just get, I'm getting used to it, so it's a work in progress. Uh, Sean, yeah, what's up? <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, you don't know, but I am. Uh, I've, He's playing things. I'm playing things. I've, I've refired up Breath of the Wild. I got my Master Sword. I don't know if John knew that yet. I didn't. I'm yeah, so and I'm literally on. All right, so if you guys remember the map, if you remember the Breath of the Wild map, the boss that's in the lower left corner. 
that area that you mm, unlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is yet. I know so, I'm, I'm trying to get to it. So wait, it's which one have you done? It's like Gerudo. Oh yeah, it's, it's the Gerudo. Gerudo. Yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't beat. It's a camel, I think. <clears throat> I had to go to like a thieves guild. Oh man, I remember that's that a boss. fun area. But that I, boss that, fight, dude. Ooh. So the you go into that thieves guild area to get this crown or whatever, mm-hmm. and those big brute guys that hit you at one hit. I had to go kind of think my think my tactics on that a little yeah, bit. That's yeah. a fun area. Um, I've also played a little bit of Doom. I'm playing some Apex. That's all I'll say right now. Oh. Uh, a couple more things before I go. Chris was talking about Xbox, uh, the next gen Xbox versus PC. I plan on sticking to the PC for a f- few more years. I don't see any reason to buy an Xbox next gen at this point. With the PC Games Pass model, I think I'm good. It's not to say I won't buy a new Xbox, but I think if I were to buy a console, it would be a PlayStation. Sean and John, the pretentious dude may have not cared last week, but I do. What movies did you enjoy last year and in the last decade? I would have to literally, like, my memory is so bad that I have to look at, like, what movies were out last year. So I don't no, know. Uh, just say Parasite. I don't know. No. So am I looking at movies from 2019? In the last decade. Movies 2019. John, uh-huh. if you already know, you can go ahead and say something. You didn't watch a movie last year, did you? So, oh, I really liked Avengers. I liked uh, Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> that's all you got. Joker was just too sad for me. Um, Toy Story 4 was great. Oh, really? Talk about sad things, huh? I mean, I cried. Captain Marvel, I loved it. John didn't. John Wick 3 was amazing. Yes, it was. Spider-Man uh, Far From Home was, was all right. Uh, that's the best. And I'm scrolling really year. fast through these things. So those were from last year. I'm probably missing. What did um the when did the movie from Christopher Nolan come out about the war? Dunkirk. Yeah, was that last that year? That was now. That was a couple of years. 2018, ago. like 2017, I think. Oh well, I really still enjoyed that movie. That's your that's your movie of the decade. Just say it. No, it was a really good. Well, movie, then though. say Inception because it'll piss John off. I, Inception <laughs> is up there for me as far as movies of the decade. John, and then I will speak for John. Movie of the decade is obviously The Last Jedi. His movie of the year last year was Parasite. Thanks, John. To be honest, Punkhead, I'm not the consumer of movies like I used to be. Shame. Um, and it's hard for me to recall that kind of stuff. I mean, I'll, I, I, mean I, I go to every Marvel movie. I go to every blockbuster movie. If Stallone does a movie, I see it regardless of how bad it is. And that's sort of my movie-going experience. Like, I mean, I, That's fair. Joker was a quote unquote Oscar movie. I saw that. It was fine. You watched Irishman. I did. Yeah. In the comfort of my own chair. And a lot of times the the movies that get nominated during award season, I'll catch them on Netflix when they come through. I'm just sort of becoming a really old man when it comes to that stuff. You've always been an old man. But I hate this because there have been some really good movies. There have. And and I I want to recall them. Maybe I'll I'll get a list together and, and next time I'll put it out there or something. I mean, there was a movie I watched, John, that you haven't watched, where there was like the director caught it all in one shot, right? One long shot. Fantastic movie. You really, it's about a year. You really got to watch it, dude. It's not it's not real per se. It has to do with war. I want one John to Which say one? is uh. <laughs> okay, so that was one shot. He filmed it in one shot. It, it, well, it's, it's edited. It, 
very much like Birdman's design to look appear like, like a one shot. One shot and I've said that when we when I talked about it, and you feel like you feel that man. Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. That may be my one of my most favorite movies ever. That's a great movie. Did it win cinematography? It did. Good. It should have. Yeah. At least I'm. If it didn't win cinematography, it won editing. So if I'm wrong, sorry, but I know it won one of those two things. Um, I really like Zero Dark Thirty too. <laughs> That's a rank. <laughs> I did. <laughs> That's a good movie though. Yeah. You got more, Chris? Yeah, I know. Uh, Sean. Oh wait. And lastly, yeah, 2017. 2017. Uh, and lastly, I'm looking forward to next month's reviews and possible streams. What's a stream? Uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy, Doom, Ori, Neo 2, Animal Crossing. Uh, I have no idea what that is, but it seems popular. Bleeding Edge. Hey, I played the beta for that this weekend. Uh, personal or personal. <laughs> per- Persona 5 Royale. Maybe Tim can do that one again. Hell, I'll write in my review if y'all don't. Uh, have to bother with that game. All the best, though, uh, Punkhead. P.S. Shout out to the people on the Discord. What up, Discord? What That's up, pretty Discord? cool. Um, <clears throat> Penny. Yeah, you just listed all of our um, <laughs> all of our things that we're going to talk about. Those yeah. are the things we're. That's the well, o- not Final Fantasy next month. That got delayed till late. Right, but that that's the oasis of games that we're waiting to arrive to. So we have content. Yeah, <laughs> it just broke that Final Fantasy Seven could be a hundred gigs. That doesn't surprise me at all, knowing those guys. Makes sense. Yeah. Because you know why? Final Fantasy 15 is now on there, and that's like 85 games. Is it? I think so. Oh, it's a wow. lot. Yeah. That. It's, it's a very large game. Do you know how good Doom is? It's so good. <laughs> Such a good game, dude. So you good. guys haven't played it. What? Oh, I we thought have. you meant Doom Eternal. <laughs> I'm playing Doom on PC. Of course you are. Because it's meant to And I suck. You're, you're, <laughs> right you're, now. you're in a thing now, and that's, that's what the you're training. doing. It's that's fine. that's the training you need for, I know, for that's mouse why, and keyboard. Yeah, that's yeah. why I play in it. I, I'm, you can do I'm that. just getting owned constantly. It's super easy. Dude. Just get that and re-download the Wolfensteins. <laughs> just do the thing. Right? What? Just just download the all the Wolfensteins on, on Game there. Pass. Yeah, and then I want to play Youngblood on Game Pass so bad. On PC? On PC. Yeah. Download it. We, we can play. I wonder if we yeah, can cross-play on I mean, Xbox. What? Wonder, I, I own it on Xbox. It's on Games Pass, but I actually own it on Games Pass. I don't know if it has cross-play. But it's Microsoft. It should. <laughs> I only have Tower Phil Spencer. Why wouldn't that have crossplay? That's, That's a great question. I have no idea. Huh? Maybe it does. I don't know. Oh, and uh, Bayonetta and Vanquish dropped today. Oh, yeah. Yes- yesterday, I should say. Vanquish yesterday. is okay. I think it's one of those things like there's a cult that really loves it. But I mean, I'm looking forward to playing that one. There was a because I've never had access to it before. There was Vanquish and there was one other game in that time period uh, that kind of got lost, but had really cool mechanics that were. Uh, was it called a uh, Enslaved or Enslaved? Something? Yeah, yep. Enslaved was really, really cool and interesting. I wonder if that's on Xbox. I don't think so. Backwards compatible. Oh, maybe. Yeah, it could be on that. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Games Pass. It's like I don't think it's on Games Pass. But anyways, um, Sean. Do people say anything to us on Discord? Show me the Twitch. I don't know, Chris. I'm on Twitter. Oh. I mean, Twitch. We can't even get it right. Jeez. We're shutting it down. We're guys. terrible. Uh, actually, this is a, a fan request by uh, the Hell Teacher Loki. Um, he mentioned us on the um, the Twitch handle at Vista Earth, which had a beautiful picture of Tokyo, Japan. And his request was, he just wanted us guys to mention 
Japan the WGC way next episode. Japan. 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 There you go, sir. Thank you so much for that. I may actually, on my personal uh, Twitter, follow that. Why are these in the way, Chris? Follow that. <laughs> that that's a beautiful picture. Um, I did wish everybody, I think this is the one where I wished everybody uh, to have a great week. Um, where Oh Man the Barbarian chimed in and said, uh, hey, what are you playing this week? I'm still playing Zombie Army 4, which, by the way, is on John and myself's radar. Like, we legit want to play that. Uh, the Claw Voice, I, I chimed in and said I'd, I went out of town and fired up Zelda Breath of the Wild, and um, I completely forgot how awesome that game is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Claw Voice said that he started Diablo 3 on the Switch. Ooh, have you started it yet? I have not. I told him I was waiting on a partner. Obviously, I'm waiting on Jeff's brother, Darren. I'll play uh, with you. And I'll level you which, up. We can start leveling each other Who up. are you, Chris? Well, I've got a pretty high level. Um, I don't want to be leveled up. I want to start from scratch and oh, like I'm go. Sorry. I'm okay? sorry. Um, but he then reached out and um, said that if I wanted this friend code, he'd hook me up, which I thought was pretty cool. Very cool. Um, friend code. Jeez. Cool, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, and then that's when uh, Draven came in and said he's going to be kicking A in Division 2. That that expansion looks great. And him and I had a conversation. He apparently is, is unlike – or uh, he's, he's more like John than I realized because he owns – he wanted to know what console I played it on. I told him I had it on PS4. Mm-hmm. He said, well – um, I have I have the game on PC and Xbox, and I have the DLC ordered. And he wonders if his wife would kill him if he bought it on PlayStation, which reminded me of something John Jonathan H. Barron would do. Yeah, just have it. Everywhere. I got so irritated. I think for the first time, this really bothered me that I couldn't carry over a character to just another console because <laughs> that hurts. I got a really high level. Yeah, you do. Division two character. Uh, by the way, if anybody is in, in the not knowing, because of the, the new DLC coming out, Division is having a sale, like on your PS4 and Xboxes, where you can get the game for $3.99. The true same. game. Yeah. So cheap. Ridiculous. You can buy like the, the super legendary digital edition for like $14. Yeah. And you can, you can, yeah, you can, and you can get the whole game with the expansion coming out for like 30 bucks. Insane. And if you want, you can immediately jump to level 30. You can't play um, the original content per se, but you can still jump to that level if you wanted to, to jump into the new stuff. Hmm. Got a couple of new follows this week. Uh, shout out to at boys Solomon. Thanks for the follow following you back Woo. at core Chris 2017. Thank you for the follow following you back. That's me at phantom sage. Thank you for the follow following you back. That's I do true. love your quote. It says measure twice, cut once unless you suck fortune cookie. Um, and then at Firefly, Fireflies Play, thank you for the follow following you back. Um, we appreciate every every um, you know interaction we have with you guys on our outlets such as Twitter and Discord. And Chris will give you some more information on that. Look to hear from you next week. I will. <laughs> this has been episode 243 of Weekly Games <laughs> Chat. If you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use and you'll get a new episode just like this one every Wednesday for your listening pleasure. Even if we've got recorded for a couple of days early, like next week, because the our usual night we'll be finally doing that literary uh, alliance thing. See, see what I did, dude. We're gonna get owned right that, that, dude. Yeah, and we it's are gonna be great. Tony, you know, Tony contacted me. He was like, "Hey, Nia, ticket to the trivia V." I was like, "I'm in the trivia V." He was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> did, did he remember? 
Huh? Did he remember? You totally forgot that we were in the trivia. Josh is still making it to that, right? Uh, if he's not, he's defriended yeah, and fired. You should, we, we should reach out to Josh. He, he's, I've talked to him. We, okay. we were playing, Um, what's the game we were playing? Oh, <laughs> uh, Rocket League. Rocket League. And he was like, so that's trivia be still going on, right? And I was like, yes, Josh, you're on the team. We need you. We got to figure out which one's the stupidest one. I am. I'm going to be the runner. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you just you're like it's me dude I'm smart and I know things but these kind of questions I'm like no well, can I still chime in or am I only the runner I think you can chime in and I can like lean over and go hey guys I think it's this and we can go go Especially away if you do that I gotta put my elbows up on the thing and give my little head bob hey guys I think I know this one were you eight <laughs> hey shucks guys <laughs> I got the answer but um, yeah, if you're there and you want to leave us a review or rating. We're at the Literacy Alliance. Yes, there too. <laughs> uh, but uh, on whatever podcast service you subscribe to, it helps people find the show and we always appreciate it. Uh, if you want to join in a daily conversation, you could tweet Sean on Twitter at Weekly Game Chat. Or if you want a greater pool of people, you can come to the Weekly Games Chat Discord. Where I'm at where, right now. Where Punkhead is at. Mm-hmm. And driving. so many are, Yeah, driving. And a many. And so many other people that are on there. Platt, when he's not in college, drops in from time to time. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but. Good times. Good times. Yeah. Good, it's good people. It's good people. It's good places. Uh, and, of course, if you want to go to a place where you feel isolation and no love, you can go to our Facebook page. And once in a while, I will check it out. And, uh. And make sure to update it. Yeah, that'd be nice. Ah, <laughs> uh, Facebook. But that said, until next week, or we figure out what we're going to talk about. I got this. Okay, good. So I can just play Apex all week. Yeah, sweet. I love this. If you um, got this, yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, I got it. Um, yeah, I'm oh, just going to say, the, he gave me the uh, wink and the nod. He gave me the wink and the nod. I mean, I'm just going to say, game on, John. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. Game on, Chris and Sean. Game on, Johnny Bear. Your mom's thoughts. <laughs> We're just, we don't even know what to do. We don't. Uh, <clears throat> let's get this thing back together. You ready? <clears throat> you, you got a line? Mm-hmm. Peace out, everybody. Breach, yo. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.